Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Good morning, afternoon, afternoon. <laughs> evening. Evening. I don't know why I started with good morning. Oh, still work mode. This is Elaine. <laughs> this is Carly. This is John. This is Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Mine is horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give them a second chance. This week on the podcast is Elaine's pick. Flash. Ah, uh, he saves every one of us. <laughs> Flash Gordon. Apparently, Tony and Ben sing "He's America" instead of "He's a Miracle." Yeah. Well, he is America. <laughs> I'm totally on board with that. He definitely is America. He's king of the impossible. <sighs> He's the quarterback of the New York Jets. And yes, we did buy this movie in order to watch it. So did we. we now own Flash Gordon. I know that you were all. You know, waiting with bated breath after the end of last week's episode where we discussed it over the end credits, but we did buy the copy of this. The question is, will we ever watch it again? Well, she will. I will. I will. <laughs> Me and Tony probably will. John and Carly, maybe not. Well, you'll have to wait another an hour to find out. <laughs> I, Stay tuned, friends. It's just a pre- little early podcast prediction. I'm going to predict that, predict that Carly Mays this. <laughs> So what? we shall see. Ooh, I, I don't know. She's not I, America. I predict a nay. Or I think she'll like it more than Jack Frost, too. Um, well, I mean, she'd have I mean, to. God. So Audra, <laughs> Audra is listening to Jack <laughs> Frost, too, oh, and starts sorry, sending Audra. me text messages. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I just want you to know I'm listening to this episode, but I will never <laughs> watch this movie. And I was like, good, don't. <laughs> Did she watch the first one? No. <laughs> I want her- I don't want her to be lost in the plot. <laughs> oh, but you know who did watch the first one? You see on Facebook that Brad was watching it yesterday? Yeah, I saw that. I was like, holy shit. I was like, oh, so God. you're the one. And Tony <laughs> listens to a podcast or watches a YouTube show where they were reviewing it. They do... Um, Bad horror movies? there were how many days of Christmas and they were doing horror movies? Oh, yeah, movies? it was something Ooh. like that. It was and he was like, "Today's is Hard. Jack Frost," and I'm like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> people like that movie. The first one, people I think like it because it's cheesy as crap, and it's it's not a lot of Christmas movies like that. Well, I know a couple people I don't didn't know. like it. <laughs> I mean, I'd be willing to watch it again at really? least one more time. You yeah, keep I saying I, that, I but you didn't like it. it last time. No, but now I think maybe I might. Or now she probably won't. What happens after? <laughs> and she's like, you know, that first one was actually pretty good. Maybe we should give it another watch. The first one was actually almost a movie. The second Andre. one was like a fan film that nobody wanted. I don't know. Anyway, let's get back Flash to... Gordon. What you... of, of softcore porn movies that got me into real movies. Flash Gordon. <laughs> this is not... Oh, yes, it is. Really? Oh, yeah. No. I'm going to need you to expound upon that. Well, as she goes through, the there was definitely some hibbity-dibbity in this movie. Well, there were. Oh, yeah. well, that's true. <laughs> I've never seen. I mean, Aura's whole character. Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't make this movie softcore porn. No, it was a softcore porn script that they just left sex out. I don't think so. Um, what did you think going in, John? Let's get this out of the way. I thought Flash Gordon. <laughs> did I like that movie? That's okay. It. Carly. Uh, 
I had never seen it. I did not know what to expect. I didn't even know what it was about. I went in blind. God, <laughs> I didn't know oh, who Flash Gordon was. Tony said it was like an episode. He's like, it's like a, watching an episode of He-Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, it's one of those old stories like Zorro or Tarzan that they did serials about. Carly, were you wondering when he was going to run fast? No, actually. Because he was Flash. <laughs> Interesting. Tony? Uh, I was like, I will... I watch this movie every once in a while, so that's cool. I have all the nostalgia for this movie because it was the first movie I ever saw in the theater because I'm ancient. <laughs> this came out the year I was born. Wow. 1980. What month? I don't know what month it came out. Well, I'm just trying to figure out if you had... It was possible if, I was, if I was still incubated or if I was alive. <laughs> no, I was like um, five, I think, when like, it came out. This, I could you have seen this in the theater? Um, I definitely did not look. My parents well, are not the kind of people. You might have been in the room when it was on. Because I remember I saw this, and then I saw Popeye, and then I saw Poltergeist. <laughs> wow, Those that's, the first three movies I saw. That explains a lot. That's Man. one hell of a trio of movies. Let me see if I can find. Was it all the same day? No, no. <laughs> Release date December the fifth, nineteen eighty. Ooh, we mm. both could have went. Oh, so we you were on the six. <laughs> I wonder I remember it. Yeah. Well, I mean, this movie makes an impact. It's impossible to forget. So let's talk about it. King of the Impossible. So again, this came out in... The King of the, King of the Possible? <laughs> yes. So this came out in 1980. On the IMDb, it has a 6.5 out of 10 with the 58 Metacritic. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 69% audience score. Nice. <laughs> and an 80% tomometer. Everybody, everybody jump on there. Let's get that up to 70. But an 80% tomorrow, like, mm. I was like, is this number correct? Tony and I started watching and I said, this is one of those cult classics, isn't it? People love this Slightly. movie. <laughs> well, I'm surprised it has such a high thermometer score because the budget was $20 million and it only grossed $27 million. <laughs> Did not do good. Didn't make money? Well, I'm probably not. I don't know how much the advertising budget was in 1980 well, then, well, for a sci-fi of, movie. How much of the cut, you know, the movie theaters got back then? Like, nowadays, they're yeah. different. They got them by the balls. But back in the 80s, it was different. I don't know. There was drive-ins. And also, think, we don't know how many weeks it was at the theater to only make $27 million. Weeks. Weeks. Yeah, we got to start. Yeah, well, that was maybe a week. No, but, you know, back no, in the 80s. We got to looking at what the break-even point for these movies. But also, I think I think some of the nostalgia with it goes along with Queen. Yes. Because you know, Queen... Yeah, they did one song. It wasn't like the well, they Highlander. Did, they did they, one song for Highlander, really. They did, they did a bunch of but songs. But that was for the Highlander. big Look, song, though. They, they did but they one did an entire soundtrack. They did more than one song. They did a couple of the soundtrack pieces as well. It's been there in the movie, so it doesn't count. It says in the thing that they yeah, did a couple of the soundtrack. Yeah, they're not in the movie. And then they did the score. Yeah, that's great. Still not in the movie. Aww. This this movie. This movie is probably the reason they did Highlander. This song is like herpes. It sticks with you. Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's better than um, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Um, <laughs> it was yeah, directed. Well, back and this girl he just met. It was directed by a gentleman named Mike uh, Hodges. You wanted to bang her. Oh, sorry. Are you finished? Yeah. Are you actually finished, or are Probably you just not. pretending? <laughs> Flash. Ah, there. Get that stuck back in there. Uh, it was directed by a gentleman named Mike Hodges, who directed uh, 1971's Get Carter. And Damien, The Omen 2. Nice. Um, it was written, um, um, Alex Raymond gets uh, credit for the, serial, for the character from the original serial comics. And it was written, the screenplay play was written by Lorenzo Simple Jr. He also wrote the screenplay for Never Say Never Again, 
1976's King Kong. Mm. Sheena, Queen of the Jungle. <laughs> wow. Like She-Ra, Princess of Power? No. no. And That's a porn movie. He's credited as one of the original creators of the um, Adam West Batman series. Hmm. So he probably has a butt ton of money. So he mm-hmm. writes really well, he's probably past him. cheesy stuff. <laughs> oh, maybe. It stars, Fla- uh, stars Sam J. Jones as Flash Gordon, who we've all, of course, seen in Ted. Yes. No, which is probably the best part of that movie. That's a Mark Wahlberg movie. I know. I never have seen it. Um, that was intentional on my part, actually. I didn't miss it. I chose not to watch Melody it. Melody <laughs> Anderson played the part of Dale, who was in a movie called Firewalker with Chuck Norris and Louis Gossett Jr. Wow. But that was a fun set. Uh, welcome back to the podcast, Max von Sydow, who plays Emperor Ming. He was in awesome. Must Love Dogs. Must Love Dogs. That movie is... Max von Sydow, you say he was in Must Love Dogs? Yes! He was in Judge Dredd, he was in uh, Force Awakens. He's a welcome back to the podcast. okay, okay, I thought you... He was also in... But he's... he's He was the dad in Must Love Dogs. I know, No, but but he was also in What Dreams May Come. I don't want to talk about that. He was the the guy who led them around. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Forgot about that. Um, Block that out in my mind. We have, of course, Topal... Or Topol, or I don't know how he says his name, um, who plays Dr. Zarkov. He was um, famously in Fiddler on the Roof. He's a really good actor. Then we have um, Ornella Muti, who plays Aura, who was in Oscar, a movie that yes. John really likes. Uh-huh, and like the first ten minutes of the movie, I'm like, where do I know her from? <laughs> then we and have, I look it up, I was like, yes. <laughs> then we have playing the character of Prince Baron, of course, the wonderful Timothy Dalton, who we all remember from Beautician and the Beast. I was going to say James Bond, but sure. Of course James Bond. But that's so, a, I mean, James Bond's dressed up like fucking Robin Hood the whole movie. But. <laughs> Speaking of Robin Hood, there were two, char- two characters in this movie that were in Robin Hood, uh, Prince of Thieves. One, Brian Blessed, who plays Prince Voltan. Um, and which, which when I saw it, I was like, did we do Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Like, no. Nope. No, that's for the Kevin Costner podcast. Right? Right. Yeah. Right. And then John Holland, who plays Lurio, who is... Um, Voltan's buddy. And then finally, Richard O'Brien, who plays the character of FICO, which is the guy the that score too. breaks him out of the cage in the swamp, uh-huh. is uh, from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yep. Put your hands on your hips. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's do the again. I'm fine with this. Okay, so I have two reviews. My first one is from David Tolmy, 10 out of 10. It's a classic. Queen soundtrack, Lycra, Timothy Dalton in tights, Brian Blessed as a Birdman. What more could you want? <laughs> go Flash Go. That's what a fun more, review. What more could you want? Yeah. Um, that, no, nothing else. An, Obviously. A 1950s Mercury. Obviously nothing else. Like in Cobra. Just cut that out. And then... Uh, on the other hand, D.M. Greer gave it a 1 out of 10 unwatchable schlock. Schlock? Is, yes. S-C-H-L-O-C-K. Okay. Schlock. This is one of those movies that makes you feel kind of sick to watch even a few minutes of it. It's like bad porn without the porn. Music by intermittently annoying queen doesn't <gasps> help. The lead actor, Sam Whatever, reminds me of some jock who got a movie part because he won the Olympic pentathlon. I give this 1 out of 10. I know this See, guy. Poor movie without the porn. <clears throat> okay then. Uh, even Freddie Mercury thought this was a porn movie. 
That's not true. That's where all the ahs. Okay. So, in the beginning, we open in space. We hear two men talking. One of them seems to be some sort of royal. Plytus, I'm bored. Calls him (laughs) your majesty. And they... He appears to be looking for a planet to play with. Clytus, his stooge, shows him Earth. And they don't know how to say it. Which is actually super funny because then they send an earthquake. Yep, so (laughs) there's a continuity error for you right off the fucking bat. We see a screen. So let's start with a big old plot hole. We see the Earth on some sort of screen, and we see buttons, and he causes some national disasters on Earth. And we hear him say that he likes to play with things before he annihilates them. Well, we're going to give some credit, um, a little leeway for special effects in 1980. Yeah, it's not, <laughs> I mean, it's about what you expect. It's not terrible. It's not great. It's mostly great. practical effects because there's not really any kind of CGI. Like so when you hear it what all the, looks okay. The it, budget for this film was all of those special effects. Yeah. They spent all that money on that shit. I will tell you that in the trivia, it said they kept getting in trouble because they would go pew pew with their card oh, wow. with their cardboard guns, and they would piss the director off because <laughs> he'd have to reshoot stuff because they were all going pew pew. Ben just texted me. He said hi to everyone, and he's listening to Elf right now. Aww. Um, hi Ben. Ben, by the time you get to this, which is going to be after that, yes, I hope you enjoyed Elf, and please send us your feedback. Um, we hope you had a great Christmas. And yes, ha- and a happy right. Festivus for all of our Festivus <laughs> people out there. And also Hanukkah and Kwanzaa and anything else you might want to celebrate this. And day. I hope that Yule. I hope this episode. Centralius. Candle nights. I'm done now. Go ahead. Jack Frostius. Episode of Flash Gordon helps everyone celebrate the new year properly. Hmm. Hope you bring um, it in with a flash or a bang. Wow. Peace, America. Um, so we get the Flash Gordon. He doesn't say that. <laughs> but now I'm going to do it because Tony said it. Yeah, All right, ben, ben. Me and Ben always say that. I don't know why. Thanks, Ben. So, um. See, he's a miracle, but we like he's, he's America. He's a miracle. He's America. I mean, he is both those things. Both a miracle and America. Yeah. All right, so we get the Flash Gordon theme, which is, of course, written by Queen. They were approached to write the theme song and the guy that met with them didn't know who they were <laughs> and asked uh, who the uh, who the queen was. And Freddie Mercury's like, oh, darling. I, I guess, but... But when did Queen come out? Like the 70s? Oh, yeah, okay. the 70s. So they'd been this around. Is not, yeah, they had been around. But it's before they did Hi- the Highlander soundtrack, which makes me think they probably enjoyed the process enough to want to do the Highlander soundtrack. I don't think it makes a difference for them because they were just recording in studio albums. Like they were in the movie theater yeah but they probably enjoyed but maybe they enjoyed the creative process of coming up with a theme a theme song Hmm. because they did a shit ton for Highlander Highlander. (laughs) yeah they went you know one might say all in I mean Flash is just Flash he's like ah random words (laughs) I don't know they did like a whole I don't know it's a pretty long song Flash Gordon? Yes. Yeah, you're trying to tell me that the Flash Gordon song and... Um, no, they're not the same. I'm just saying this is a pretty long song, and there are more lyrics to it than we actually hear in the movie. There are verses and Those stuff. are the best parts. <laughs> but we hear the theme song interspersed with um, art from the comics and uh, natural disasters happening on Earth. We uh, watched this last night, and then I was like, okay, that's over. So I turned on cable... 
and that show Wipeout came on where they uh-huh. do the weird We were things. watching British yeah. Wipeout. And <laughs> they played the Flash theme when this person did their course, and I was like, what? So then I changed the <laughs> Such channel. Such a weird coincidence. And the next channel we went to had the animated version of Flash Gordon. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> it was the weirdest shit. Apparently, like, they knew how much... Oh, my God. I'm in a fucking yeah, universe a, where nothing's <laughs> all but Flash Gordon. Yeah, it was really weird. Apparently, they just the universe yeah. wanted you to have all the Flash you could take. Or Google is just really getting on its game. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. All of a sudden, Thanos snaps, mm-hmm. and it's Flash Gordon. Just yeah. Flash Gordon. That's Speaking really of Flash right. Gordon, we see a gentleman sitting in a car. With some great 70s hair. It's Flash Gordon. Yeah, it is. He does have some great 70s hair. Actually, I feel like that haircut had made a comeback in the mid-2000s. It might have. But it's it definitely, you know. It definitely, it's a quality haircut. It wasn't an 80s haircut, but those 80s technically hadn't started yet. So, And he's like <laughs> hanging out in his car. And then another, and it starts to hail. Hot hail. Hot hail. That's what Ming says. Hot hail. And uh, we see another no, car, well, like a van arrive, and a pretty lady gets out. So then he decides to get out of his car, and then they get on an airplane. What's her name, Dale? Her name is Dale. And the funny thing is, he had to dye his hair blonde, and she, she was a blonde who had to dye her hair brown. <laughs> wow. Why? And well, I see why he'd have to dye his hair. Well, Flash was also supposed to be blue-eyed, but he couldn't wear the contacts, Aww. which I think is funny. Yes, but why does she have to dye her hair? Because that's what the character required. That doesn't make sense. Like, I can see why he'd have to. There was a pole. You know, whatever. Because the character of Dale is a brunette. Right. Okay. I don't know. People used to care if you looked like the comic book character. Not as much now. But this was the 80s, son. Yeah, well, Nick Fury's a white dude with hair, so. (laughs) I'm just saying people used to care. They don't care Not anymore. They've actually changed that. I just said that. Yeah. Like, that was my... Um, So they get on a small plane. The flight hits some turbulence, and Dale reveals that she is scared of flying. And uh, so the Flash flirts with her quite a bit. They're awful. She's very pretty, and he's handsome, so you could see they would be flirty. And um, yeah. all of a sudden, a massive storm appears. And then <laughs> we flash to a... Uh, flash. We change locations to a scientific research station of some time. And we meet Dr. Zarkov and his assistant, Bunsen. I wonder who came up with the names for these things. So we get what <laughs> sounds like... or whatever. So. Yeah. Ming the Merciless yeah. and Zarkov. And- so some of the hot hail goes through the roof and lands on Bunsen's bed and sets it on fire. So is it a Bunsen burner? Yeah, it totally is. When And he kind of, it, obviously this wakes him up, but he does not mention to Dr. Zarkov that I was just on fire. <laughs> like, it doesn't come up, which would be the first thing I would say to my butt, to my boss <laughs> when I woke him up. First thing I said to my butt, you're on fire. <laughs> yeah, shit. Well, biscuits are burning. I mean, but you wake him up. Something just came through the roof and lit me on fire. Wake up. Like, that, that's the conversation you have. But he didn't. Um, we hear what sounds like a radio news story saying that nobody knows why all these natural disasters are happening and it's all over the world. But scientists are like, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> but there's one former NASA scientist, a Dr. Zarkov, who has a theory, but nobody believes it. Yes, he just woke up. So how would he have gotten his theory out that He's actually confused been, me because I was like, he just woke up. How has he talked to the news already? But he's reported there's it. There's been no like, This could happen. 
the timeline of this movie is a little wonky, but obviously from Ming's first arrival on Earth to the interference of Flash Gordon, there has Aww. probably been a couple months, I would say. Or at least we a matter of weeks. Well, they well once done, we go to them, we're on what, uh, Mongo time. So yeah. yeah. And they have done zero um, explaining of that. It looks like it's all the same day. I never got the feeling that it was all the same day. I got the impression it was all the same day. I never got that impression. <laughs> well, that's like your opinion. And this is like oh, my opinion. Man. So. Okay, well, I never got that impression. Cool. I never thought about it. I, it never even occurred to me to wonder. But I don't know. It's I just, just lazy writing. Well, they did. They doctored the script a shit ton. Well, I bet. If you read in the trivia, there are some crazy things. And, like, one of them is they kept... They at one point they wanted it to be funny because it was a, originally a much more serious Wait movie. A this movie's not supposed to be funny. <laughs> um, at one point it was a much more serious movie, and then they kept changing it to try to add things to make it funny, mm. but it really just made the movie a jumbled mess. Ah, the um, Justice League problem. Yes, although I think this probably went through a lot more splicing than Justice League. Just a mustache. <laughs> well, yeah. Can you imagine um, they tried to CGI? Um, Flash Gordon's mustache off? But, Doc... In the, in the 80s? <laughs> Actually, the 70s? They wouldn't even know how. Just be pixels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be... No. No. It would be a little uh, it would be, simple spinning. It would be a prosthetic. It would be. Yeah, it would just be. like a prosthetic upper lip, and you'd be like, why is his upper lip so full? <laughs> this is a ridiculous So really look. not that different. <laughs> It'd be the beginning of duck lips. Um... <laughs> So, <laughs> well, it's Ducktales. My bad. Oh, have you watched the new Ducktales? No. Okay, just curious. Doctor Zarkov analyzes some data, and he says that they've confirmed his theory. It's definitely an attack, and he tells his assistant to make ready. They're going to go into space to counterattack. Hmm. How this rocket is supposed to counterattack anything? It doesn't appear to have any weapons, <laughs> but it's apparently or warp drive. <laughs> Or anything. We'll get to him in 10,000 years. And we'll show him. It has to be a two-person... This is a two-person requiring launch. Because you have to... You have to push down this red pedal. One person has to push down red pedals while he pushes the button. The dumbest fucking MacGuffin ever. I mean... I mean, it's no uh, allergic to bananas, but... (laughs) (laughs) But it's up there. But Bunsen says, Fuck no, I'm not going into space to fight some sort of attack that I maybe don't even believe in. We don't know about Bunsen. So know his, life. his ass was just on fire a minute ago. Give him a minute. <laughs> Dr. Zar- Dr. Zarkov pulls a gun on him and says, you're going. <laughs> and then Bunsen says, no, I'm not, and runs Dr. away. Dr. Zarkov is being stupid because he's standing in the doorway with the gun. He's not going to come towards you. With <laughs> he's going to run away from you. Yeah. Dr. Zarkov is many things. <laughs> And you might say that <laughs> one might say he's a lot of things. So we go back to the plane. There's all this turbulence. The sky is red. We're inside this horrible storm. And the plane starts to like dive down and flash checks on the pilots only to find they're gone because we see Ming like zaps them, disincorporates them. Uh, I don't I, know what I happened. Think he annihilates them. I don't know. He does something. But thank God Flash is taking some flying lessons. Because he's going to fly this plane. But of course, like every other movie on the planet, 
When the guy who's taking some flying lessons has to fly the plane, he has not yet gotten to landing. Yeah. Which I would think if you amazing. If you've been up in a plane, it's you've part been of down. they show yeah, you've been down. You at least have some sort of idea. You've seen it happen. At least from the seat over. And what's funny about this is um I watched a YouTube video on it was it was some rich guy and he had his new plane. Oh, mm-hmm. it was Ben Malo. And it's all digital. Like all the all these instruments, mm-hmm. everything, everything is just digital now. And I'm looking at this plane; it's all just like regular dials. <laughs> and shit. And I'm like, wow, that looks really gauges really old. and <laughs> yeah. I feel like having everything digital is a bad idea. <laughs> Why it seems, would, seems like if uh, um, if it's gonna go bad, if it has go, a short, then you can't. Then nothing works. Um, if you have a short in a regular plane with one of these, every nothing works either. I don't know. I feel like it would be. Don't you think someone's thought of that? She wants some sort of manual backup. <laughs> I definitely want don't some sort of manual Don't you think been thought backup. of already? I would think so. <laughs> there's, there's just a room full of guys thinking shit up, and there's a room full of guys <laughs> just backing them up. We should have done Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> thought, you were, thought you were doing Dragnet. <laughs> that was what I was supposed to do next. Oh, okay. But you guys wouldn't stop talking about it, so, haha, now you must wait. <laughs> oh. I did not talk about it. That's true. That's <laughs> because you've never seen it. I'm like, it's okay. I'm going to do the movie next. So anyway, so then they did the pagan dance. It's like, no, no, I'm doing that movie next. Yeah, so then they're like, hey, we had to come in with the saber for the girl beaten by the giant snakes. Like, I'm not doing that movie anymore. Oh. How long do you think you have to wait before you can do Dragnet? Six months. Oh. Oh, oh. That's a really that's, long that's time. That's a very long time. I mean, three hey, months. Keep max. it up, you two, and it'll be seven. Oh. <laughs> never lets us have any fun. You're so mean. <laughs> okay, so. I'm not saying merciless. Flash has to fly, but he can't land. And he, by some coincidence, manages to crash the plane right into fucking Zarkov's lab. That's that, it. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. So, Zarkov, who does that's not That's not the seem... most amazing plane landing we're going to see. No. Dr. Zarkov does it's not... a better one. ...does not seem concerned about the fact that his lab has just been destroyed. Nah. Well, he's got a gun. But he is super excited and in a very creepily way to see Flash and Dale, who survived this plane crash with nary a, scra- a scratch, um, emerge from the plane because he's like, holy shit, here am I. This is my stooge. This is how this I'm going to save the universe. Ran away. This is my red pedal guy. <laughs> yeah. He's the best pedal guy in the business. Are you super concerned about your science lab when you know the world's going to end if you're not successful in this mission? No, you're not. So, at least my rocket's in good shape. Let's get up in the sky. (laughs) You took my bedroom out, but my rocket's fine. Also, (laughs) what kind of astrophysicist also has a greenhouse? Just asking. (laughs) He can have a hobby. But um, Maybe he's convinced that the world's going to end because he's going to grow seeds. I actually thought about the greenhouse, and it looked like they were in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, maybe this is where they get all their food. Maybe. They have to have a greenhouse. But it seemed more like a jungle than a garden. Yeah, that's true. Nowhere like from Marvel? That nowhere? The big giant (laughs) celestial head? Yes. All right, so uh, (laughs) Dr. Zarkov is like, I bet you guys want to use the phone. And they're like, yes. Yes, we do. Because cell phones are a thing, but they're the size of suitcases. <laughs> and it's $45 a minute. Jesus. No. So he says, it's right in here. And it's pointing to the rocket. So he he's very weird and creepy. And Dale's like, this dude is creepy. And Flash is like, just stick by me. I'll protect you. And they get into the rocket. And they're like, I don't see a phone. And then he pulls out his gun. Uh-huh. And he's blocking the doorway. And he's like, he needs one person. To help him go into space. He's going to take Dale. Because she's lighter. Because she's lighter. Because she's lighter. He's going into space <laughs> to fight someone who's attacking us. 
And you see Flash Gordon, who's like six foot three and an active football player, Does who is very fight? active. Doctors are might not. He clearly football. doesn't know who he is. Um, but you're gonna take her to help you fight. <laughs> and I, I think that was a solid choice because later on, when you see her fight and you see Flash oh, that's fight, true. that's true. I'll take her. I will give you that. She does actually fight where he just does. Like I just was like pick football pickups and stuff. Like he that. like throws things like they're footballs, and this girl whoops some ass. Yeah, yes. she does. But I was like, this movie is about him, so he's gonna pick him, and then he doesn't pick him. And if you, I, I mean, why is it called Flash Gordon? You can go. <laughs> Did you see Dale? He oh. saved every one of us. <laughs> Dale. Through Dale. the use of the American spirit. <laughs> That's how they done it without Dale. That's for sure. She's America. Oh, there's some ridiculous stuff in this movie. All right, so <laughs> Dale. I haven't even got to the lizard man yet. I, for, I forgot to say that Dale. Oh, the Hawkman. <laughs> So Flash says, okay, I'll leave. Exaggerated winky face. He doesn't mm-hmm. do that, but that's, he kind of gives Dale the eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Like, watch People's this. People's eyebrow. No, that wasn't thing. So he goes to walk out of the rocket ship door, and then he jumps Zarkov, and they scuffle. <laughs> Zarkov is a old man. I mean, not like a super old man. He's actually probably like he's 40. Like Whatever. Maybe. He's an older gentleman. And this and is a young... Carlin, this guy's in a prime physical specimen. That's what get they want done. you to see. Hey, hey well, we yeah, see well, him later. See. The old man whooped his ass. <laughs> we see him later in some leather, tidy metallics. It's not, it's not tidy whitey. He's but fit. He's very fit. But he can't fight a lick. But he can't fight at put a whooping all. On him. He can't fight at all. He's a terrible fighter. This he is didn't one save of those none of us. <laughs> they, he didn't save none of us. They he's tell us he's a football player, but he doesn't he's like tackle like anybody or do. Like, yeah, I mean, you would think he would use the football strengths at least to knock people down. This is, this he is, does later where he grabs one green ball thing. And this is one of those things you learn when you're in martial arts. It's just because you're big doesn't mean you can that's fight. True. <laughs> that is true. And, but so they scuffle and wouldn't you know I'll take Dale. It launches the, the rocket. And then Zarkov is like, quick, quick, put your foot on the pedals before we all die. Why would he build a rocket ship that has to have someone put their feet on the pedals? If you have to have pedals, alright, great. Sure. Have a little <laughs> lock or something. Well, um, we'll put it down. I feel like in the kerfuffle, (laughs) I guess the rocket ship shifts and the door shuts. Yeah. And they're stuck in there. Because it's so... (laughs) Because there's no no latch on the inside. No, no, because the rocket that is shooting them into space is so lightweight that Flash tackling Zarkov and hitting the side of the rocket ship shifts it. This is shooting them into space. <laughs> this <laughs> rocket is made of aluminum foil. Most rocket ships are actually really light. I know, but still, it's they not have to that leave light. The atmosphere, and that's it's not hard. so light you can push it over. <laughs> oh, I think so. <laughs> All right, anyway, moving on, moving on. Let's let's keep going. Let's not, you know, there's so much good stuff ahead. Let's not dwell. All right. So Zarkov tells them that the Earth only has eleven days left. So this is our timeline, by the way. But they fl- they go into outer space, and apparently they all pass out. Lack of oxygen, G forces. We don't know. They just all decide to take. They don't have any suits <laughs> on. Yeah. They're not really prepared for this journey. Yeah, and we watch them go into space, and it looks like spiraling through vomit or something. <laughs> they fly into a spiraling vortex. through vomit. Um, you mean they go to the devil's anus. It's a very <laughs> odd color choice. No, they call it something... An Einstein-Rosenbridge? No, they call it something Ming's 
some somebody Venus. has come through the emperor's Venus. vortex or something. I can't remember. They had orifice. <laughs> emperor's orifice. And they're spotted by Emperor Ming's people. They detect. Uh, they say something's emerging from the Venus. vortex, and there are life forms de- detected. So they say, "Well, bring it in for a landing, and we'll investigate." So they do. So the rocket gently lands, which I guess, thank God for Ming, because how would we have ever landed without them using... <laughs> Nobody having their feet on the pedals. Which, they're, they're all still how? out. How did they land it? Did they use a tractor beam? I didn't no. see a tractor beam. Did they take over their controls the electronically? The same way we that Ming know. is causing earthquake quakes on Earth from his planet with a button. Whatever, <laughs> man. <laughs> they use a force. It's all wrong, man. That was who was supposed to be here. <laughs> But we really uh, should do Armageddon. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to force it into existence. Yeah. We should, Tony's birthday's coming up. <laughs> we should have done it for 150th. Isn't that what we have coming well, up? Well, that's next. I know. It's 149. So we maybe, maybe I will for 150. Never know. Fans, you stand by and we'll find out together. Maybe I'll pick it for the 4th of July this year. That'd the be fun. Maybe I'll pick it next and that won't be a problem for you. Oh, but I keep hoping you're going to pick Dragnet. Oh. I might, maybe I'm. You know what? I have it narrowed down. I have a list of three. Okay, it's going to be Armageddon, Dragnet, or my third super secret. Oh. Anywho, so I'll pick for Emily. I pick for Emily. Yes. <laughs> so uh, no, I'll pick for Audra. So soldiers investigate the rocket, and wouldn't you know it? The soldiers get there just as Flash emerges from the rocket ship. Now you're on an alien. You you're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. But you open the door because we don't care about atmospheres <laughs> and oxygen <laughs> levels. <laughs> Makes me think of Galaxy Quest, which I hope we do eventually too. I love that movie. Uh, I'll, Audra, I'm going to need you to come on in for that. <laughs> for Galaxy wow. Quest? Yeah, I hate that fucking. It's such a good movie. Wow, strong stance. I mean, we'll see. Um, <laughs> you don't like Galaxy Quest? Nope. <laughs> he doesn't like Star Trek. So. Don't you remember when we saw Rathacon and he was pissed? I wasn't pissed. Yes. I was bored. He was so mad the whole time. I wasn't time. mad. I was bored. That movie sucked. So mad. That movie blew goats. And it was a, it was a, a, such a, a, cr- a criminal waste of Alan Rickman. Yikes. Galaxy Quest? Yes, Galaxy Quest. Wow. By Griptar's Hammer? <laughs> I don't want to hear All about right, his hammer. All right, we have hand. to move um, <laughs> yeah, a long time to get so, through this two-hour movie. That's not true. I'm already like a half an hour in. The opening credits are 20 minutes long. <laughs> There's some long opening credits in these next couple movies we did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus. This, to be fair, this was, this was 1980. It took a lot of people that they don't need anymore. Well, they also, yeah. used to have the, they also used to have a law that you had to show the credits in the beginning and the end. And then later they changed it to you could do it twice at the end. Because the law was you had to do it twice. So everybody's like, oh, fuck, okay, we got to do it in the beginning, we got to do it at the end. And I don't know who it was, but somebody said, I'll just do it twice at the end. And people have to fucking sit through 10 minutes of credits. And then that was like, why are we doing this twice? Yeah. But it does, I do miss elaborate openings. Yeah. Like, it's fun. You get these long musical numbers and you get these things. Although, like, the old biblical. Um, epics where it's just like it looks like the chapters on a in a textbook where it's director dot 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 person's name yeah. <laughs> writers dot, dot 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 it's really funny um, I wouldn't say it's funny she it, enjoys it I like the, I like the I aesthetics I think that means what you think it means yes so um, Flash is like we come oh. in peace and they're like 
we're taking you into custody. <laughs> so they get we don't care. arrested. <laughs> must be and they're brought into the castle. And Actually, they're, they're lucky they didn't crash land like that in some other country. They'd have just shot them. The soldiers deliver them to this robot. And they follow, and the robot is like, follow me. And he's taking them to the emperor. Ming. While we're walking, we see a lizard man attempting to escape. Which, how did he get out? Here's questions. And the robot says, I see you trying to escape. And then kills him. Disincorporates him, I guess, the same way the pilots in the plane were killed. And uh, He says, halt, lizard man. Escape is impossible. And then they shoot him. And you're like, damn. That's, that's cold-blooded. Yeah. The lizard men are quite funny in this movie. Because they have they eyes look, in their mouths? Well, you, you're like, I know you're like, man, I don't know what the lizard men look like. If you've ever seen like a little kid in a Halloween costume dressed as any kind of lizard, that's exactly what they look like. <laughs> the funniest part of the lizard man costumes is you can see that it's people wearing a suit because there's eyeballs in their mouths. <laughs> in their mouths. <laughs> so weird. The worst. Fucking <laughs> funny. I mean... Fourteen. Where the fuck did they spend fourteen million dollars? <laughs> it wasn't on these, not on these 20, costumes. Twenty million, honey. 20 Even better. Million. Oh, it made fourteen. Million. No, it made twenty-seven. I was close. I it, made, it made seven. Made seven. If, we, if it cost twenty and it made twenty-seven, then I guess profit would be seven. Maybe question mark. I don't know how those things work. Yeah. I don't know when they say gross. I mean, they say gross, but we don't know if that's. I mean, I guess it can't have already taken into account the. Uh, the, um, nowadays um, they started lying about it so no, there's that too true. all of a sudden you're like oh we needed three million dollars to be the biggest movie ever what did you know we have three million dollars on sale hey. right isn't that a quinky dink we want to have a really big opening we will buy a bunch of tickets to our evidently yeah that, that's like a thing movie studios do is they buy blocks of tickets to their own movies yeah well okay like that's rumor so, has it that's what they did for the new Star Wars they were buying blocks of tickets I heard that too. to guarantee that it's the biggest opening ever yeah and one of the didn't work in one of the Facebook <laughs> groups that I'm in, there's a guy that owns a small local movie theater in, like, rural America. And he, for the opening day of Star Wars, for all showings, he only had 68 people. Oof. What? And he decided, he picked Star Wars. He has to, you know, pick and yeah. choose what movies he does. And he picked Star Wars That's over Jumanji 2. And it was a Bad mistake. <laughs> But apparently Star Wars fans love snow caps and there and there you go. There's your random local movie trivia from a movie theater in another state by a dude you don't know. <laughs> Who doesn't love snow caps That's true. It is hey, Christmas. John's favorite movie snack. That's the snow that is, when we go I don't watch the Christmas, but when we go to the movie theater I was trying to say, that's my go to snack. It's also my dad's go-to snack. It looked like Tony was writing that down like Christmas is coming dad. up as if the presents from us haven't been under your tree. I did not marry yet. my dad. <laughs> you guys do have a lot of similarities, but I didn't marry my dad. Carly, did you marry your dad? No. No. <laughs> I didn't think so. Both the gentleman you're married and the gentleman you're with are not very much like your dad. The only similarity between my ex-husband and my dad is they both knew a little bit about everything. If you're like, I need this done, they could do it. I need this done, they could do it. I need this done, they could do it. I know a lot. Tile a bathroom, redo floors, fix a car. (laughs) In the 19 years that John and I have been married, he's learned how to do a lot of stuff. It was weird. In the last five years, he's become Bob Vila. It's a very strange term. That's a reference I know <laughs> because I good was job, Carly. By my dad. Yeah. I used to get this old house magazine. Wow. I liked that actually. That was a good magazine back in the day. I mean, that was well, a back good day, show. Everybody's dad liked Bob Vila. It's because mm-hmm. he's pretty rad. Yeah, there's a lot of Bob Vilas now. 
Yeah, but not as good as Bob Vila. No, no I, I think that Jason Watts' nuts for man caves is way better than Bob Vila. He doesn't have as good a beard. <laughs> he doesn't need it. <laughs> Everybody oh. needs a beard. You nope. want to know why? Facial hair. hair. <laughs> Carly that, doesn't know what that's from. That's well, that Castro State Power song. It's a funny thing to say, though. <laughs> All right. Okay, so um, we get to the... we. Zarkov is like, it's okay. I still have my gun. <laughs> so I am going to bust out of here. Don't worry. They won't know yeah. that I'm with you. And they're like, dude, don't do anything. We, we like, have we no idea where we are. Together. You can't sell that we're not together. We yeah. just saw a robot destroy a man. Like, just let it go. And he's like, this, I'm going to do this. And then the robot all of a sudden looks at him and sees the, scans yeah. him, sees the gun in his pocket and destroys it. it says, no, he doesn't I, destroy it. He <laughs> annihilates it. This is different. I can hear like, you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no traces of this weapon. He didn't destroy it. We've already established that everyone here speaks English, which is, like, incredible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure they have some sort of universal translator. And we have this robot that talked to you. You really think the robot's not listening to you? You know what I really appreciated about Captain Marvel? Mm -hmm. She mentioned, is my universal translator not working? Mm -hmm. So it it answers those kind of things. In all these other movies, everybody just speaks English. But in that movie, they were like... Explaining why everybody speaks English. I, I mean, you have to have them speak English that. for us. but <laughs> Or whatever language this is being dubbed in. Although, yeah. worldwide it made $27 because it was not released in any other country. <laughs> anyway, I was going to buy one of those Universal Translator things. It was one of those hot deals on Amazon. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't justify $270 for a Universal Translator. Yeah, I don't think that's a real thing. It is. I don't think that's a real thing. No, it is. It's a, I don't know. I mean, it's not. It works. It's not going to speak like no, no, alien no. or whatever. The way that it works is it has forty languages in it from this planet. Yeah. <laughs> and when someone speaks, how do we know they're all from this? Can planet? I explain things? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can you? Not if you. Ha- you're in the room. I need you to do this. Put your hand over your mouth and just do that. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> so, if one language is spoken to you and it's translated into earpiece, and then you hear it, it translates to English. There's a so it's a delay. But reaction. does it? Yes, it does. Are we sure? It's probably not perfect. <laughs> I mean, because... It's not going to be like Captain Marvel's Universal. <laughs> um, the and I said in the Marvel. Is <laughs> that why uh, nobody in the UN gets along? Is this, is this why we don't have world peace? Because they're using universal translators? No, here's the, the thing, problem though. is Democrats. Moving on. Are we? Oh, that's not true. Is anybody betting against... We, we like our listeners. Flash Gordon, no, he's American. party they're from. Is anybody betting against that there's a download that's Klingon? Anybody? No, no. Okay. I'm sure I, I, there's a Klingon am, patch. I'm sure because the kind of guys that make this shit yeah. up could speak Klingon. I'm also sure there's probably a Lord, um, an Elvish Ooh. one as well. Yikes! Well, so two of the two of the forty are Elvish and Klingon. Yeah. So no, 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 I think yeah. no, no. I'm sure you have forty to, are the ones they have to put in. <laughs> I'm sure forty-one was Klingon and forty-two was Elvish. <laughs> And I'm sure it went Klingon then Elvish oh, because yeah, yeah. Klingon is a sp- but they is don't an alien do any language. really useful languages like Jive. I really wish there was one that spoke Jive. <laughs> Alrighty, if you want to learn Jive, you're gonna have to contact um, Mrs. Beeve, Mrs. Cleaver. <laughs> um, so cover some slack, Jack. My mama didn't raise no dummy. <laughs> so we get to the throne room, and we see Emperor Ming arrive, and he's rad. And his name is Emperor Ming. You think he's gonna be an Asian gentleman? He's not. No, but he... But he's a fresh Ming, so you don't want to fuck with him. (laughs) Different spellings. He does. It is, you know, it's never really occurred to me that they made him... They gave him that typical um, Fu Manchu, Manchu, and they call him Ming, 
Yeah. Well, and, but it's Max in, von Sandow. Yeah. Well, that's how he is in the comics. Yeah, it never really... I just yeah, accepted... If they make this nowadays, people would lose their shit. Yeah. Oh my god! It's like, well, he's been a white dude forever. Doctor Strange. They also they only released that yeah, in this country <laughs> and back true. in 1980. But it never really nobody thought it was weird. <laughs> well, no, no one thought it was weird because in 1920 when this came out, that's what it was, and they just stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, Princess Aura, her eye makeup is done and makes her eyes quite slanted. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Um, <laughs> but she's Russian. <laughs> is she Russian? Well, in real life, yeah. Um, which she probably. Like the Mongolians are all have that same heritage, so you know she why? could just yes because Genghis Khan was a pipeline son of a bitch. Yeah, so <laughs> he was. They have that same slanted eye look, and it's one of the facial features there. Because the Mongolians, they invented rape and pillage. Yes. Or perfected it. I don't know. <laughs> all right, semi seeming. Mongolians did so much fucking. <clears throat> and uh, we see a bunch of alien groups. It looks very similar to like the throne room in the Never Ending Story. I thought it was yeah. the same room. <laughs> and then um, might have been. They might have had the same special effects or costuming. Team. It's probably the same set. They just <laughs> paint that wall. <laughs> it would be interesting to compare throne rooms side by side to see how many um, outfits were reused, especially the little people. In the outfits that make them look like uh, multicolored fluorescent playing know. cards. Or I whatever. <laughs> the so lizard weird. people didn't make the cut. <laughs> and thank God for that. Not the lizard people, the little people. No, the lizard people didn't make it. He's talking about the lizard oh, men. No, but I was talking the about The little it. people made the cut. Anyways, so uh, uh, we got Clytus says uh, the Hawkman, to bring the Hawkman's tribute, and we see wonderful Brian Blessed. God and King Richard. He comes and he delivers the Hawkman's tribute to Ming, this beautiful ice diamond crystal thing, question mark. And they but he's interrupted by Prince Baron, who is Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton dressed as Robin Hood. Robin Hood. <laughs> and who says that Prince Voltan stole it from them, and that is their tribute, a Borean's tribute. And they have a fight, and they're going to kill each other. But Clytus stops them and says, no one will die but by Emperor Ming's command. And Clytus is wearing his Doctor Doom mask. Yeah. And Baron puts a sword away, but Voltan is still going to kill him. But then they say, if you do that, we will kill your daughter. And then we see his daughter, and she's the only one of the Hawkmen who doesn't have brown wings. Hers are hot pink. <laughs> Which was an interesting choice. She's a girl. She's also the only female hawk that we see at all. Yeah. All the females have hawk. <laughs> this is common knowledge. She's they also not wearing uh, black rubber speedos. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is common knowledge. I don't know how you didn't get that. I'm just saying. One hundred percent of the females you see wear have hot wings. One hundred percent. Okay. Then, so oh, they boy. go back to their perspective corners, staring daggers at each other, and then the people of Arentia. Deliver their tribute, but their prince, Prince Thun, says that they suffered so greatly since Ming took over that they have no tribute except their loyalty. And they're they're basically dressed. It's Wakanda, like an African tribe. They have like a lot of gold mm-hmm. hanging robes made of metal, vibranium. Yeah. They're like, since you almost annihilated us, we don't have anything to give you, which is 
He says, all I have to give you is totally my reasonable. loyalty. Uh, well, and then Ming <laughs> you says... You destroyed everything we would have given you. And Ming's like, all right, fall on your sword. And he's like, I'm sorry, what now? He says, you, if you're still loyal, prove it and fall on your sword. And he says, I hope that everyone will use this as an example. He kind of inches closer to Ming. And he goes, he pulls the sword out and he says, kill Ming. Death to Ming or something. Death to Ming. And he goes to fling his sword at him, but Ming... He goes to fling at Ming. <laughs> Ming uses his ring, and now he can't move a thing. Oh, God. He uses the Schwartz. He ain't got that swing. Shabab, 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 shabab. So he, like, he freezes him. Actually, he uses his robot to freeze him in place. And no, it's funnier the other way. Roboting. And uh, and then Ming takes his sword and runs him through. Did anybody Oof. else get the idea that he's using the Schwartz? Because he pulls the ring just like Lord Helmet. No. Really? I'm the only one? You're the okay. only one. I thought he was going to shoot him in the nuts. He's like, oh! No. I see my Schwartz is bigger than yours. That's not the one. Okay. And then Flash says, this Ming is a psycho. But the robot, again, is listening. They hear that. Uh-huh. And uh, echoes <laughs> it voice through flash. the... Makes it echo through the whole throne room. And they're like, who the fuck said that? And then uh, Ming calls them forth. Come and forth. And Flash is like, sup, with, you know. Sup with the wax up. Sup with the wax up, we come in peace. And Zarkov wants to know why Ming is attacking. And Ming is like, because I can, bitch. Does he say bitch? And then he calls. Said that to him. And he's like, come, come closer. And not you, not you, you in the middle, the pretty lady. And he calls Dale, and he calls Dale forward. She's like, nah. She's like, no thanks. And uh, he uses, this is when he uses her ring, and he... The Schwartz. Compels her forward, and then she does a sexy dance, which is not well, sexy. It's sexy. <laughs> weird. so bizarre. <laughs> it's like she reaches out like she's maybe hugging someone, and then kind of like waves her arms. She has like this weird and dance. And suddenly she's surrounded by a red hue, and she's but just... But she's like doing like some kind of weird pleasure noise. And the weird part is, is I think it's Ming says, wow, she's reacting to this. Better Stronger than, than my daughter, and then Skeletor. What's his name, Doctor Doom? Titus <laughs> is like, Cletus. yeah, even stronger than Aurora. I'm like, what do we know? Why your daughter X <laughs> getting sexed up? What is going on so, on this planet? Yeah, what question, are we doing with our ring and our daughter? I would yeah. love to been in the room when they were shooting this scene. The director was like, yes, yes, give me more of that. <laughs> no, now pretend you're on red fire. Yes, wave your arms. Nope. Less As sexy, more awkward, more awkward. Pretending someone's in front of you and you're making out with them yes. a little bit. You're <laughs> hugging around a large them. person. <laughs> the person is twice as large as Flash because her arms are all the way extended. So it's Andre the Giant. Pretend that Andre the Giant, picture the sexiest man you know, and she goes, Andre the Giant, and he's like, yes. Andre the Athletics. All of it. Wow. Jesus. All right, so. And it's Mega Lashlong. So then he turns it off and then she She's like, what just happened? Yeah. I feel grown. <laughs> Can I take a shower, please? Yeah. And she like runs back. And then uh, Ming is like, all right, I will take her. And Flash says, <laughs> no. And attacks everyone. Oh. Now, this. Oh, man. And we hear Queen. He's saying, did everyone have us? This is like the dumbest thing <laughs> we've Thank ever you. seen. Because he just attacks everyone in the throne room. And he's sort of not. He's doing okay. He's not doing okay. But all of a sudden, Dale throws something that looks like a football at him. And he's like, oh, I know what oh, to do shit. now. And he it's holds it and just starts running. 
There's one and point where he throws it and then gets on the floor and rolls. And I'm like, this is not football. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the dumbest thing, like, oh, football. No one gets out of his way as the large man the running funniest, at him. The funniest thing is Voltan from the side silently. <laughs> <Coaches> him. <laughs> and, and, like, trips people and just, like, silently. Oh, no, Voltan. Not no. Not Skeletor. No, Skeletor coaches. coaches. Skeletor coaches his men. That was really funny. Voltan, <laughs> the Hawkman, on the side is like tripping yeah. people. He's, all, like, he's all about Flash. Like, and he like kills up. somebody. It's really fucking funny. Well, we, we learn not too much farther along that that they all really aren't too happy with me. Well, I mean, we got yeah. that impression and, but from he, the outset. They have to come them, here and pay tribute. Poor it's Prince Thorne. But Ming keeps them fighting each other to yeah. keep him busy. But it's... It's, like they do now. Yes. <laughs> okay, so it's ridiculous. <laughs> and eventually, as one would assume, Flash is knocked out. Princess Aura asks her father if she can have him she because wants him. she wants him. And he says, no. <laughs> He Set. says something like, your pleasures run too dangerous or something. Your no, he asks, he's like, what about Prince Baron? And yeah, she's like, he'll do whatever I want. And she's like, look, I just need me some strength real quick. And he's yeah, like, your, your habits are a little much, so I'm no. not doing that. And um, he I says... I want to hear be like, Daddy! He sends Zarkov to off with General Clytus. Um, for reconditioning. Cletus T. Judd, no relation. And he um, says, the lady is mine, take her. And uh, orders Flash disposed of by public execution. Which... I could just kill you right now, yeah. vaporize you, but no, tonight, public execution. It's a flair for theatrics. So. Well, this might be how they, you know, entertain themselves. They don't have Actually, TV. this yeah. movie wouldn't exist if Ming would just kill people outright. He could have just, bloop, destroyed her. But he could have just, bloop, killed Flash. <laughs> we, know, we know from the very opening but he that he likes to toy. He likes to toy. He's bored. Colitis. <laughs> this is what he does. All right, so then we see Aura telling Baron to fly to his kingdom, and she'll be there soon. He calls her a lying bitch. <laughs> he's like, and I don't she says, you. she's like, don't you love me? And he's like, I don't trust you. But yet they make out a little bit. So he's on the hot crazy scale. She's apparently very hot and very crazy. She's flirting with that. And line. he can't help himself. But he can't help himself because he's got to have that crazy, crazy hot. Very lady. flavored nipples. Only, only one. I don't know. Maybe her nipples are flavored with whatever it is that drink they give Dale later. Mm, Ooh, we'll maybe. get to that. The green stuff? Yeah. That was Echo Cooler. <laughs> <laughs> so Flash is in the dungeon. And he... The timeline almost matches. <laughs> and Clytus is like, you refused your last meal. Um, is there any... But... And then he's like... He this weird spike helmet on. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's cute, the, he's the man... He's fucking spikes. Yeah. But the spikes go out, not in, which yeah. may, would make more sense. But uh, he's like... It's like, do you have any last requests? And he's like, I want to see Dale. And Clytus is like, I anticipated this. Bring in the Emperor's concubine. <laughs> These weak She's humans. already got time. I know exactly what and they want. And then she, like, immediately, like, oh, Flash! And, like, feels him up. She went from, I don't know you, I don't yeah. like you. Because in the beginning, oh, now that I'm was all pretty obvious. Yeah. He was trying to flirt with her, and she's like, leave me alone at first. <laughs> but I guess she's, she's weighing her options. Yeah, either she's either Flash limited. or Ming. Yeah. And you don't want nothing to do with me. He's thing. like, I said I wanted to see her. And then his helmet magically disappears. disappears. And then he says, you look great. 
And she says, it's the eye makeup. I hope I remember the trick when I make up. And I was like, eye makeup? Then I'm like trying to see. It's not the eye makeup. (laughs) We pray for the HD version. I think it's the headdress. The costumes in this, I will say, are awesome. (laughs) And I I legit mean that. that, Like a lot of the costumes in this are pretty fucking cool for... This. You know what I mean? You got to think this is all of this stuff was late 78, 79 yeah. when this would have been in post pre production. It's a lot of weird, crazy they don't, tiaras. They don't do this kind of stuff yeah. anymore, which is no, a they shame. have computers now. Yeah. It's because it's great. They wear um, um, mocap suits. Yeah. I know, the, but the, stu- the costuming is great. Nah, um, but uh, they both agree that it must be a dream. And if it's not, and, and that hopefully when they wake up, they'll still be on the plane. And then Flash will ask her out. And she's like, yeah. that would because be Because he won't just estimate her D about her. He yeah. went up to her this time. Because they think it's a dream. Right now, yeah, she will estimate her D. He'll give and us a major like, D. No. She's like, but what if it's not? And he's like, well, then you and Zarkov have to find some way to save the Earth. And she's like, what? <laughs> Why would I know how to do that? <laughs> he's like, I have heard, but I'm being publicly executed in an hour. So <laughs> I might be busy. But they take her away, and then we see his execution. Now, gas chamber. They did. Wow. Tony was like, "That's a bold choice." That's pretty cool, man. No guillotine, no lasers. No, we're gassing you, motherfucker. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be electric chair. Yeah, uh, I forgot. Because it looks like an electric chair. And then as soon as the gas comes out, I'm like, "Damn!" I don't remember this at all. I forgot too. The doctor gives him a shot and says, "This will help with the gas." I guess Thanks. to kill him before the gas gets to him. I get maybe I don't know, but maybe and we see Dale and Zarkov are up in some kind of observation deck, and Dale is like flash, flash, and then faints because at this point she's like the most worthless person in this movie. <laughs> yeah, she does one eighty here in about ten minutes. I know, and um, and this is one of those movie tropes that women just faint all the time. And like just Ming and Aura, his daughter, are just casually chatting the whole time. And uh, Ming's like, hey, I heard you slept with that doctor dude. And she's like, Clytus gossips about me all the time. He's very jealous. Always telling (laughs) lies about me. It might be his middle skull face. Mm -hmm. Or the fact that he's got the hots for her. Yeah. He's got the pervs for her. Apparently the only thing that won't work for her is metal skull face. (laughs) Um, So then, so Flash Gordon dies. Aw. And the movie's over. And the movie's over. But then we see the morgue. And we see they have a very elaborate coffin. Yeah, they do. For the like, guy man, they just Ming goes all out, man. He's like, like, he's getting some last respects. Yeah, right I, like, I kind of like this Ming guy. He, he doesn't, he doesn't he, skimp. He really likes elaborate he does. things. He is all about ceremony, pump. Yes. But Aura and the doctor arrive, and he helps her revive the Flash. And he's like, Not we're going to do flash. it again next weekend. And she's like, of course. The Flash would have been a completely different fight. Because <laughs> yeah. she's trading sexual favors. You yeah. raise this guy I want to fuck from the dead, and I'll fuck you later. See? Everybody's Sophomore porn movie without yeah. porn. Just her character, though. It's very over-sexualized. And we no, because when they go to the little Robin Hood planet, and the, the, the ritual of the dude, and there's all the sex noises... That's not sex noises. That's murder noises. <laughs> There's a difference. Semantics. It's <laughs> chanting. Chanting is not a sex noise. Oh, no. depends you on how you do it. <laughs> in your head, in your head, we're having sex. Are you going? Ooh, wah, ooh, <laughs> ooh, wah, ooh, wah, ooh, wah. No, it's just right, me. Ooh, ha, ha. 
Okay. That's not sexy. That's from a cartoon. To know what you guys chant during sex. <laughs> I don't chant at all. Definitely not shark bait. Ooh ha ha. All right, so uh, they revive Flash, and then Aura tells Flash. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Flash is like, what happened? And she's like, I've brought you back from the dead. (laughs) What is wrong with you? And Uh, then I wrote, she's flirty, which is the understatement of the century Uh, in my notes. But she helps him escape, and he's like, where are you taking me? And she's like, to To the moon of Aboria, (laughs) where there are people there that will help you. And they're sneaking through the castle. And they walk past Zarkov and in a room. And he's like, Zarkov! And she's like, shh, do you want to be murdered? If they catch us, they'll kill us. And he's like, what's happening to him? And she's like, nothing. He's fine. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ming is telling Zarkov why the Earth is being destroyed. And I actually took a picture of this so I can And you can show line. it on a podcast. I'm going to read no, the she's line. read it. And so now that I'm going to can... tell her my thoughts about it. <laughs> so the emperor says, every thousand years, I test each life system in the universe. I visit it with mysteries, earthquakes, unpredictable eclipses, strange craters in the wilderness. If these are taken as natural, I judge that system ignorant and harmless. I spare it. But if the hand of Ming is recognized in these events, I judge that system dangerous to us. I call upon the great god Daizan and for his greater glory. And for our mutual pleasure, Hell I destroy it utterly. And Dr. Zarkov says, you're saying it's my fault the Earth is being destroyed? And Ming says, precisely, Doctor, because Zarkov was the one that figured out that it was, in fact, yeah, we an, attack. an attack. We got that in there. Yeah, Carly, okay. you have thoughts? So we only know what Zarkov has told us about what's happening to mm-hmm. Earth. Mm-hmm. Yep. But if they don't somehow reverse some of the things that have happened then Earth is going to be destroyed anyway. So as Ming saying, I started to like push your moon too close to you or destroy your moon or whatever. But if you if you didn't come back at me, I was just going to put it back where it goes. <laughs> well, yeah. Pretty much. I don't think he was ever going to put it back where it goes. I yeah. think he was just going to stop it from moving any farther. Mm. I don't know. So I don't know. Any, Earth may have survived, he does but... Say, well, he Every does, person on it would have died. <laughs> spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for later in the movie. When he does offer Flash his own kingdom, he says, and Flash is like, well, you put everything back, and Ming's like, well, most of them are dead, and it'll be a different place than what you knew. <laughs> but they'll be easier to rule. Yeah, they'll learn, they'll learn to do more with they'll, less. Yeah, they'll learn to want less, yeah. or be happy with less. Yeah, that's what it was. Which yeah. is like... So, either way, which I think Earth is pretty much... Ming, basically, Ming doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Is all it is. Ming just breaks off a piece of your planet, sticks <laughs> all the... rounds up the six people that are left and sticks them on there because we look and see the and other then, kingdoms and, and it's just he, like hunks of places. Yeah, but then he says he goes... He sends his people down and they fuck everybody. Yeah. So... So everybody then has Ming's Ming just blood. DTF is all Ming is. Or Mongol. Ah, He's, so what you're saying is it's kind of a porn flick. Yeah, he's a that's fr- he's a that's why they make him look slightly Asian because he's intergalactic Genghis Khan. Mm. <laughs> oh, I like checks out. All right, um, so <laughs> I did the math real quick. <laughs> but Ming tells. Uh, so then really they say that they're going to wipe his mind. Ming leaves and leaves him in the custody of Clytus and Kala, his hench lady. And they tell Dr. Zarkov they're going to wipe his mind. And she says, we're going to empty your memory as we might empty your pockets. 
And Zarkov is like, no, no, I've spent my lifetime filling it up. Haven't we all? <sighs> so it like it's something special. Clytus Everybody tells, spends their entire life filling their brain. <laughs> Clytus I, I, tells I know a few people who don't. <laughs> most, a lot of people. <laughs> Whatever. Um. So Clytus tells Kala you that to reprogram nothing <laughs> past level three. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, he can't handle it. Yeah, the human level. mind can't handle it. So then, and he goes, but I got to go take care of some stuff. So you got this. And she's like, fine. So he leaves the room. And then Kyle's like, level six. And the guy's like, are what? you sure? She's like, I and can't she's do like, order. yes. Which I don't know why she does level six. Like, just because to see we what happens, we not don't a know. clue. This is Maybe never explained. This is the first major plot hole. This? She wanted to get some Zarkov. Because we have no indication Whoa. from her character whatsoever that she is not 100% loyal to Ming. Yeah. So why would she it's a major go plot. against his wishes She's the only one. one? One and only instance. <laughs> no, it's so weird. Moving on. It's so weird. All right, so then uh, we flash to... Uh, we flash. We, <laughs> then we get to... Then we get Flash and Aura on a spaceship, a rocket. I don't know. They all look like ridiculous rockets. If you've ever seen the Wallace and Gromit short where they go to the moon to get cheese, <laughs> that they all look like that. It's so ridiculous. Um, so they make out a bit as she gives him some sexy directions on where they're going and, uh, and tells him a little bit about the political structure of the Empire of Ming. And then she... Uh, because this is where she explains that her father keeps the kingdoms fighting against each other. And this is the first time we really see the other kingdoms. And they yeah. are just like hunks of planets. Yeah. And they look, and this is something I really, I don't watch the show Rick and Morty, but Tony does. And there's one episode he made me watch where they're trying to find different inhabitable planets. And one mm-hmm. of them is so small that they like park their rocket on it and they can throw a ball all the way around. They look that big as they're approaching them. Like their rocket's going to land in the middle and they could... Spread their arms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They didn't do a lot of scientific research on this. They just kind of threw some shit out there because based off of Because that's what you do in science fiction yeah. fantasy yeah. in the 70s. Like it's, Star Wars. It's you know, true. Like but fire. I was like, oh man, that reminds me. Like, hey, this me. whole planet's ice. Sure. This whole planet's desert. And, this whole planet's forest. And there's people on them. And they're alive. Seasons. And, What's that? <laughs> <laughs> and then... It's funny because this is another thing that reminds me of the never-ending story at the end oh, when he's try, find, trying to find the Empress and he flies through the the meteorite on field or dragon? whatever mm-hmm. on the luck dragon. This is the same thing. It's just it's, giant chunks of land. I don't remember there being a luck But um, she's like, all right, well, I'm going to... So then we flash to Dale real quick and she's with the other concubines and they're giving her a drink that's going to make her nights with Ming a little easier. And she's like, will it make me forget? And they're like, no, but it'll make the remembering a lot better. Like, <laughs> yikes. And Which worried me a little bit. Like, oh, uh, what? So, I don't know. Carly, if you were kidnapped and someone's concubine, would you drink the drink that would make your rape more tolerable? Or would you just... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want a fresh Ming. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to go with Carly on this one. <laughs> you would also take the drink? Oh, yeah. I'm drinking the juice. Yeah. Okay. So, you're, you're going to tough it out? No, I don't think... I don't know. I mean, unless there's... Unless I think there's some way that I could get out or kill this person. I mean, I'm going to double fist the echo The sheer size of his bed alone. to (laughs) atomize people. (laughs) I mean, you just... Does his robot watch? 
Uh-huh. Does this robot help? He also has that ring that like hypnotizes you. I know. Why do I need my this mojo juice if you can hypnotize me with the ring? I don't think he, he's into that. Can we just know. do both and then I can pretend like it never even happened? <laughs> We've seen his daughter. I, so. I was drunk and in a trance. <laughs> Mescaline. All right, so then we go back to the Only spaceship <laughs> where Aura um, says that she's going to contact Baron and she puts a helmet on and he's like, what is that? And she's like, well, I'm going to tell, I'm going to talk to him telepathically. And she, and he's like, you can do that. And she's like, you don't have telepathic communication where you're from. And he's like, no. And yeah, he's like, tell, he's like, can I use this to count, to talk to Dale? And she's like, if I told you how, and he's like, tell me how. And she's like, no. And All right, well, then we're going to die. So then he decides that he's going to crash the plane into the <laughs> ice planet, which, why did she just take the controls away from him? She clearly knows how to fly it. Why didn't he just give her the good deep dick and she but wanted it? <laughs> she, says, she says she'll show him, so she shows him how to telepathically speak to Dale. What I thought was interesting is she said the controls were super sensitive. So if you're like, hand goes off a little bit, like every time she tries to kiss him, they're mm-hmm. like veer sideways. Then they just both move away from the controls so he, she can show him how to watch. Autopilot. How to talk telepathically. They clearly have autopilot. <laughs> the droids take over. Why weren't they using that so they could make out? Flash contacts Dale. Stop pulling on these plot holes. She thinks she's crazy. But then she's like, no, I want to believe this crazy. So I will believe it's Flash. Uh, and he tells her that he's going to Aborea. And she tells him that she's locked in Ming's bedroom. Yeah, sure is boring. And the whole time, Aura is like all up on the Flash. And he's like... Yeah, she is. And he makes the mistake of thinking that Dale... She's really turning me on. And Dale's like, what? And he's like, oh, that wasn't for you. <laughs> like, yes, like a couple days ago when John sent me a text that was one word. And I was like, what in the world? And then he sends, oh, that wasn't for you. <laughs> it was tribulous. But Dale, who is in love with the Flash... Should be suspicious. Suddenly. This should Very make... deeply in love with it. Good thing I didn't send a text. Hey, <laughs> like, she's really turning me on. I would have got mad. Like, <laughs> she didn't is, catch that at all. This she's is, focused on her own thing. I heard you, and I'm ignoring it. Um, <laughs> this is one of those things where you're... Maybe she should take a step back. Maybe Ming isn't so bad. Um, Very uh, <laughs> focused on details. We don't know. But, um... So they... Hang up, disconnect, whatever. A slave comes in. She says hang up. (laughs) All right, so uh, Flash goes off to have sex with Aura. Maybe we don't know. Yeah, yeah. And um, a slave comes in to give Dale some more of her... um, Some more. Some more mystery juice. Apparently it takes more than one. And uh, Dale is like, you should really try this. And the slave is like, I'm not allowed. And Dale is like, I won't tell anybody. Give this a go. And the slave drinks it. And then Dale's like, have some more. So she gets that slave, that poor slave girl, fucked up. And when um, she gets that feeling, she wants... Yeah, she drank it all and didn't get fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we she we saw her waking up and she's like, my head. <coughs> Ooh, that stuff is strong. So it made her pass out. Which, it seems like Ming has not yet had his way with her. So they gave her a bunch and she passed out. But yet... Well, because like, he knows. Like, why would... Why are they wasting it? <laughs> well, maybe she drank too much and passed out because Ming knows if she's asleep, that means no. I think Ming I, thinks... I did not get the impression that Ming feels that way. <laughs> no, I did not either. <laughs> Ming does not care if you're awake or if you're asleep or if you've had that drink or not. Ming is... Ming says, if I got you, that's a yes. So he knows when you've been sleeping. He knows when you're awake. <laughs> yeah. He knows when you've been bad or good. 
Yep. So, he is watching you, that's for sure. Yeah, that's true. He's checking you twice. Um, so then we flash to Clytus and Kala, uh, who check uh, Zarkov's programming. Seems to be good. Um, Agent Zarkov. And then Agent Ming Jackal. goes to uh, sex up Dale <laughs> and uh, finds Slave Girl in her place. And he's very upset about it. Pass I thought up. he was going to hit it anyway. Yeah, he's like, oh well. <laughs> I mean, she was cute. She was cute. <laughs> but apparently not as cute as Dale. Hey, if I was being out of through a one. Yeah, why not? Maybe but. he's already had sex with this slave girl. Hmm. Maybe that's what happens to the concubines when he's done with them. Mm. Either that or they get thrown out into space, which happened. Like or, during their wedding, that's one of the vows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or that maybe maybe he really only likes them if they have beer-flavored nipples, and this lady has wine-cooler nipples. Maybe. He's very picky about his snatch. Um, so then we see Dale dressed wow. as a slave. She steals a gun from a guard and then kills a bunch of guards and kicks some serious major ass. She pretty much he's, has escaped all on her own. These poor guards. And has gone from being the most worthless character to a secret badass. Dale. So, dude. So, ah, so, she saved herself. <laughs> she saved every one of us. So these guards, besides they look like Q-Bert. <laughs> they, they don't do anything. They just walk around and they then someone murders <laughs> them if, and they cry. If Qbert and the Red Guards from Star Wars yes. had a baby, it's these guys. And they can't shoot for shit. They can't do anything. And most of the time they're just kind of walking down the hall and someone kills the fuck out of them and they scream and cry and die. If they were shooting for shit, they wouldn't get a whiff. Yeah. That's but from I our Harley Davidson the Bubble Man episode. While she was useless earlier her presence is probably what kept them alive because Ming was like she's pretty cute <laughs> yeah, yeah really okay. she like, I want to hit that really Dale Flash may be America but Dale is a miracle mm. um, so then we flash to right. a control room of some sort the main hub of information for this city and uh, they have found Dale through their surveillance system and they activate Agent Zarkov to go get her. So Dale finds Zarkov, and then she tells him that Flash communicated her and that he's going to the moon of Aborian to meet with some allies. And that they've got to escape and meet up with them. So Clytus tells Agent Zarkov, I guess they have some sort of earpiece communication, maybe, perhaps. We don't know. Or maybe telepathy. We don't see him put on a special helmet, but maybe that's why he wears that mask. Um, tell uh, Zarkov to help her escape, and then they'll follow him and get the Flash, too. It's so, Flash, um, not the Flash. They stop to the tell... The Flash is Barry Allen. Uh, they stop to tell Ming everything that they've learned, Clytus and Kala, and tell him that they have to be some sort of traitor that helped Flash escape. And, um, and brought him back to life, because he was dead. <laughs> and then... Um, he was only mostly dead. Ming tells them... <laughs> Big difference. And Ming's like, do you know who it is? And Clytus is like, I have a suspicion. And Ming says, stop it, nothing to uncover the traitor. And Clytus is like, no matter who it is? And he says, no matter what. Because Clytus already suspects the so princess. So Clytus gets a big robo hard on. He's like, so I get to torture her? Yay. <laughs> so Flash and Aura arrive. A robo hard on? Well, isn't he a robot? Is uh, it a technical term? We don't know what he is. <laughs> right. Is he a robot? Is he human or what? I don't know. Cyborg? He's fucking Robo General. Yeah. Um, so they get Flash and Aura get to the moon and they arrive at Baron's treehouse city. And <laughs> Dagobah. But they can't 
they can't go in because they get to the sacred temple, but they hear all the sex chanting, apparently, as John would say. <laughs> and Aura's like, we can't go in there. We have it's to wait. It's a ritual. It's a ritual. We have to wait till they're say? done. Did she say ritual? Yeah. She loves this part, though. This is her favorite. Because it sounds like sex. Well, and then a dude dies. <laughs> so Uh-oh. it's Tony some didn't sort of... Tony's ringer off and Will's calling. No. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I, I put him on speaker. It would have been funnier if it was Will. But so... We would have dog trashed him. They yeah. wait and we see the initiation. Like it's Will. Dog trash. <laughs> so there's some sort of manhood ceremony happening. And we see there's a big tree trunk with a bunch of holes. And they have to, and the priest beats it with a stick, and you have to put your hand in there to prove how brave you are. And it was so funny because I just referenced this the other day, and nobody got it. Like, oh. <laughs> when did you reference this? I was at Total Wine, and there's this part where you have to reach your hand under to get the wine. I was like, I feel like I'm doing the trials in Flash Gordon. And she's like, what? I said, never mind. <laughs> Aww. Young people. Like, how old are you? <laughs> and um, so... I was born in 93. So the guy puts his hand in the stump. But the little animal in there bites him, and he screams, Aah! and apparently what? it causes. <laughs> it's That's Michael exactly Jackson. Exactly how he screams. It causes you to he have says, a. <laughs> it causes a very painful death that lingers over a matter of days. He has this so, like neon green. Is it his blood? Is it spit from the? Thing? I think it's supposed to be venom, but yeah. We don't know. But obviously he's gonna okay? die. Are so you okay? are you okay? So Baron kills him in, in a give mercy killing, so he won't have to be in pain. Then uh, apparently, well, who wants to live forever? The ritual breaks up pretty fast. Yeah, and then Baron I comes mean, out. It didn't end well. <laughs> but Baron comes out, sees Aura, and is like, "My love, you came. I just murdered this guy, but I'm so excited." <laughs> and she's like, um, "I can't stay long. I just I brought you a present." And he's like, "Ooh, a present." But it's Flash Gordon. I brought another dude. And he would have wanted. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And she's like, I, I brought you a present. Just keep him for a couple days. I'll come collect him. And he's like, what is wrong with you? If I get caught with him, then my whole planet will get yes. destroyed. My whole the chunk entire of Ewok village. <laughs> what? Ewok village. But she, she's like, you must keep him for me. Don't you love me? And he, I guess, he agrees to keep him you lying bitch. for her, her, which is, I don't know why he would. But he does not like this, and, and he wants him dead. He's like, Flash Gordon has to die, because that's what Ming said. And, uh, well, and because he's moving in on his lady. Yeah. And I won't be caught with him, because then my whole people but will die. <laughs> she's like, thanks for watching my puppy well, for a couple for days. And she, she's like, peace out. So then Dale and, we see Dale and Zarkov escape, and they're on a rocket cycle, and they're flying away from Ming City, <laughs> and Zarkov agrees that, or reveals that the reprogramming did not take for the most bullshit reason ever. Oh, yes. Because of the, because he just thought about because other stuff. Of his mind. <laughs> Yes. He couldn't. His mind could not be wiped because he thought of stuff. <laughs> he recited Shakespeare and Einstein, Einstein the Beatles. I mean, it could have been worse. He said, "Well, he had a." And then he cross. says, "You can't <laughs> beat the human spirit." He said, "You got." He said, "No backs across the face." 
<laughs> Which, I mean, I do. He had his fingers and his toes crossed. It's and he so, put his tongue in the roof of his mouth. It's so <laughs> dumb, but it's also the main theory of this movie. Is that humans are, the human spirit just cannot be brought down. Because they bring down Ming through the power of stupid optimism. <laughs> I really want one movie where aliens come up and humans are like, we're going to use human will and ingenuity and get fucking demolished and be like, yeah, we're an alien species came across the galaxy to find you. Yeah, you, you suck. I'm yeah. sure that movie exists. I'm sure it does too. And I'm sure maybe, I'm sure it's a horror movie. <laughs> I'm sure Tony should find it. Um, but, because uh, the aliens always lose at the end. It's really, you know, it's bad writing. But in what was that movie? In an that action we did, movie, but in a horror where movie, they the don't. One chick said, "We can't win. The humans always lose. Look at all the movies." Oh, the was faculty. That high school, yeah. Yeah, they're wrong, <laughs> but they still won. <laughs> did they? Did they really win? No, we lost. They won. <laughs> the only one that really won is Elijah Wood. <laughs> um. So he did do a set of movies. I'll never have to work again. So. But as they're escaping, they're <laughs> set upon by a patrol of Hawkmen. Nice. Uh, so then we go back to uh, Baron, and he has put Flash in a cage. And Flash says, the real enemy is me. We should team up. And Baron is like, eh, I said I wouldn't kill you, but I'm just, so I'm just going to put you in the swamp. All right, this is where I fell asleep, so to catch me up. <laughs> well, earlier when Flash was talking to Aura in the rocket, mm-hmm. she said, why doesn't every, or he said, why doesn't everybody team up? And she was like, what does that mean? Like, this is a, such a foreign concept. Yeah. It's like, you know how you have multiple guys sleep with you at once? Aura. Well, <laughs> no, we can do saying, that on a war. He's saying, you know how you, you have do a bunch of guys time, that's you called separately. Yeah. We could do it all at once. We could team yeah. up. She would, get, she would get that. But uh, I, this made me think of the when they put him in the, the cage and dump him in the junk. I mean, mm-hmm. the water world. Yes, it does remind me of water world. Man, I still have so many notes. Oh, hurry up. How will you keep interrupting me? So oh, I'm sorry. I want you to remember this next time I have a podcast. All right, all right, all right let's go. Baron lowers him into the swamp. That's what makes a good episode. And there's a whole bunch of them oh, in this cage. Okay. Yeah, including a hawk man. And a lizard man. Yeah, which you think the lizard man would be okay. Because that costume isn't very good. It's made of cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's, they probably like sprayed him with like styrofoam. Um, we see Aura being tortured by Clytus and Kala Whipped. to get her to admit yeah. that she's a traitor. And she's Whipped. like, you're wrong. I'm not a traitor. I love my brother. She's like, I am a princess. You are going to get in some serious trouble. And then they open a wall and reveal Ming has watched the whole thing. And she's like, father. And he's like, continue. Oh. And she's very hurt. This is the ultimate portrayal. Let's whip it. Like, whip it good. Daddy. And then Clytus. Kyla tells her, just confess and everything will be over. And she's like, never. And then Clytus says, bring in the boar worms. Not the boar worms. We don't know what those are, but they sound terrible. Yeah, doesn't sound like fun time. I don't want that ever. She knows what they are. She's like, not the boar worms. (laughs) See, that's what I don't like about these kind of movies. They just say nonsensical shit like this and it's supposed to be scary. Like, I have no frame of reference. (laughs) I, well, it's worse than getting whipped. I was picturing <laughs> the Star Trek. The thing words. from Rapid so. <laughs> The Seti Eels. Okay, but you wouldn't have that frame of reference when this came out because that wasn't a thing yet. That's true. That's true. But uh, worms that bore into you, that's what I assume. 
Well, they could have just been they sit up next to you and do nothing. Really bored. boring. <laughs> I picture like it's bored worms, not bored worms. Well, I do know that Bing does not like to be bored. <laughs> I picture worm. I actually pictured things like the you know in the mummy when the scarab beetle goes under the skin and walks. Yeah. That is what I picture. By the <laughs> that they just like bore into you and like go under your skin. Like that's what I picture. So. It would have been cooler if they'd shown that. Because then you'd be more terrified. But then we go to Prince Baron. Thanks, Tony. Who's talking to Kiko, his buddy. Sup, Kiko. And he's, like, talking about the princess. And Kiko is like, why do you even care? She, I can't believe you love her. And Baron is like, but she's, she's my lady. I'm just addicted to her madness. And Kiko, but I want to kill Flash, but I promised I wouldn't. And Kiko's like, well, I have, can't you do both? Keep your promise, but also have him die. And he hatches a plan. Mm-hmm. We see Flash in the cage oh. in the swamp, and the cage is like they have like an inch of non-swamp area in the cage. So they have to hold on, which doesn't seem like it would be that hard. No. <laughs> they make it seem like so. We see Flash, and he's trying to keep a Hawkman alive next to him because Flash would never let somebody die if he could save them. He's America. <laughs> um, he's like he's like you can do it but it seems like you would just loop your you arms through it. the cage and then kind of lay back and float a little bit maybe I don't know maybe maybe they're, maybe because his wings are covered in mud it like super well, pulls him in down in the trivia they could not sit down because the wings were so painful <laughs> and so when they were resting and not in shots they were all laying on their belly <laughs> Those poor guys. I want to see the behind funny. the scenes on this. Yeah. But uh, we see another prisoner is brought over and put into the cage. And who is it? It's Kiko. And That's amazing. And he says, don't well, worry, we'll get out of here. He's like, I've stolen a key. We can escape. And Flash is like, rad. Not suspicious at all. <laughs> so then we go back to uh, Ming. Clytus gives Ming Aura's confession. And wants to execute her, but Ming's like, no, we're going to banish her to Phrygia the day after my wedding. Because we want her to be at my wedding. It's very important to me. It's my daughter, and I'm getting married. She'll live in an ice cave for ten years. Yeah, no, for one year. Oh, for one year. One year in an ice cavern cavern should cool her nature. That's right. And then perhaps, and then he tells Clytus when she comes back, I'm going to give her to you to be your wife. And Clytus is like, sweet. So then we see robot hard on again. Yeah. So then we see Flash to the Hawkman. Dale and Zarkov are are taken to Prince Voltan, and the the Hawkman have like a crystal cloud city situation happening. It looks like Ming's castle, only it's white, and floating out in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) That's racist. It's probably the same castle, just with a different filter over it. Uh, Voltan says, (laughs) "Excellent. I will give you back to Ming." And Zarkov is like, "You hate Ming." And Voltan's like, of course I hate Ming. Ming also knows I hate Ming, but I'm not ready to revolt yet. So if I give him back, it will allay suspicion. And buy me some time. And then and Dale is like, why is everybody afraid of Ming? Ming couldn't even kill the Flash. And Voltan is like, Flash is alive? And he's and they're like, yeah, he's with Baron. And this seems to... I don't know what kind of argument this is. <laughs> so Ming couldn't kill one dude. She should have said, I escaped Ming's clutches in like 20 minutes. <laughs> it's not hard. You people should fight And I that. killed like seven guards. With a cardboard gun. But Bolton says that they don't have, like their weapons aren't good enough. And then we flash back to the Flash. Kiko tricks Flash into entering the sacred. So they cross the swamp. 
parts of the swamp and Kiko's like, there's weapons in here. It's not weapons. It's sacred temple. And now Flash is in the sacred temple and Baron and his men show up and say, you trespassed on the sacred place. And the priest appears and says, you must face the wood beast or die. So, um, all right, I guess I'm facing a wood beast. No, (laughs) Flash is like, I'm not doing that. He says, no way, Jose. But Baron says, coward. What's wrong? He sticks his hand in. And the Flash is like, well, I cannot take taunting of this magnitude. I am a football. I'm the quarterback of the New York Jets. And uh, so then they play Russian roulette with the wood beast. And for some, everybody else does it once, but they do it like six times. Like, yeah. So, well, they do it twice. And then the third time, because Baron goes first, and the third time Flash is like, it's your turn, and Baron's like, I think not, it's your turn again. <laughs> and Flash puts it in, and He's like, he, that's not the rules. He's like, I changed the rules. Those aren't the fucking rules. He's making them up as he goes. But during the other ritual, he didn't stick his hand in first. He's not even supposed to do it. He's just showing you that he's not a coward. It's almost like this temple isn't so sacred. <laughs> um, but so I Flash sticks his, his hand in the third <laughs> hole and then screams, ah, it bit me, it bit me. And Baron comes over and tells him, well, now you're going to die, but uh, if you want mercy, I'll give you mercy. But haha, it's a fake. Uh Uh-oh. Flash grabs his sword and holds him. They never heard of fakes here either. I know. It's a trap. It's a trick. Told you. So he... Takes the sword from him. He takes the sword from him and then uses it to escape. He doesn't take Baron captive, which is what I would do. (laughs) He just kind of holds him off and then jumps out a window. Or, well, not out a window, but runs down the path. And then they're all like, let's get him. And Baron's like, no, I will hunt him alone. Why? Maybe he's bored, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably. There isn't a whole lot going on on these planets. So, so Baron hunts him across the swamp, and Flash falls into what I thought was quicksand, but was apparently a bog. And he manages to pull himself out via a root. It was weird, because when he first went in, I was like... Oh, crap, he got stuck in, like, quicksand. But then when he pulls himself out, I thought, oh, maybe he did this on purpose. Maybe he saw the roots. It was like, I'm going to get away, and he won't be able to find me because I'm going through the bog. But no. <laughs> That's too much strategy for this neither movie. Neither of those things. <laughs> he just fell into, like, a, a boggy thing and managed to pull himself out. Either way, we're just waiting for the rodents of unusual size. But, yeah, we were but like, oh, this is... We don't this get a, mo- a rodent of unusual... Well, we get an arachnid of unusual size because he pulls himself out, and he's thanking God for his life right there. And then all of a sudden, these giant legs, claws come out of the ground, and this sack inflates underneath him, and it's going to get him. Ah, Looks like a giant ah. eagle vagina. But then Baron saves him. Oh, thank God, Baron. You just in the nick of time. But Baron's like, too bad. I'm only here to murder you. And he goes to kill him. But the Hawkmen are there and interrupt. Why did he just a giant work thing kill him? He wants the satisfaction of doing it himself. He wants to know that Flash is dead, dead. Yeah, okay. People have failed to kill Flash multiple times so far in this movie. The man is practically indestructible. He's America. <laughs> so, does anybody think that when uh, the movie Flesh Gordon, they took this exact same script and just changed like I don't Flesh Gordon? <laughs> I don't want to know anything about that. Um, but the Hawkmen are there and interrupt and say, Voltan wants a word with you, Baron. I just want to know what Ming's name is in Flesh Gordon. Which, That's all I want to know. Which Baron had to hunt Flesh across the swamp, but the Hawkmen were just able to zero right in on them. All I can think is Wang. <laughs> <laughs> Wang the Merciless. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, back to Clytus. <laughs> His henchmen spot the hawk, a Hawkman patrol, and they have Baron and Flash in custody. And Clytus is out on Ajax, their warship. And Clytus is like, well, 
how far are we? And they tell him. And he's like, well, wake me when we get there. And he proceeds to take a nap. This well, is a- we've seen people traveling from one to the other just in their regular clothes on, like, a motorcycle ship. <laughs> and he's got his jammies on. And he's like, Those are sky I'm, jet seats, obviously. take a nap. <laughs> but we get back to the Cloud City. Emperor Wang, the perverted. And, oh, my God. <laughs> I had to look it up. Sorry. Carly's seen it. Uh, Baron, all right, so they get to the Cloud City, and Baron is pissed at Voltan, and he's like, you're going to give us to Ming? You can't give us to Ming. He'll kill me as a traitor. And, uh, and he's like, Voltan is yes. like, sucks for you. Good for me. But then Baron spots. Wow, look, there's a plot. I'm sorry. No. You can read the plot synopsis in a minute. Let me finish. Then Baron <laughs> reminds Voltan of an obscure article of Ming's government regarding <laughs> that no prince can be ransomed without first being offered trial by con- combat. And Voltan's like, well, who do you want to fight? And he's like, him. So he wants to kill the Flash. He's not... Uh, if he's going to die, Flash. he's fucking killing the Flash. Why did you call him? It's just Flash. <laughs> you keep calling the Flash. him the Flash. The Flash What's is different. So? The Flash... Why yeah, does it bother you? Guy. I don't because it's a different character. Well, Baron's definitely not killing the Flash. No, yeah, the, <laughs> but he's also not killing but Flash. <laughs> Dale and Zarkov the appear. The Flash would have had this be wrapped up in 30 minutes. But Voltan gets Dale and Zarkov out of wherever he's holding them and brings them back into he his his throne room or whatever. And Dale's like, Flash! And she, like, uh, jumps on him. And they make out a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. She's like, I love and, you so much. And she <laughs> says, this I, flesh cord. No, no. She says, I have so many crazy stories to tell you. And he says, save them for our kids. And she says, I accept. He proposed. He proposed. <laughs> and he didn't think that one through. He's like, wait, what? I just wanted to bump. Now they're engaged. And then Voltan's like, let it begin. And they take Flash away. And she's like, what's happening? I just got engaged. <laughs> she says that out loud. And I'm like, That's a line wow, from fucking they movie. met like yesterday. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? If they both wake up from this weird dream or if it's real or whatever, maybe they should just marry the one other person that knows about this. Yeah. Well, remember, <laughs> Nobody else this, is ever going to believe that. This was yesterday on, but not in Mongo time. <laughs> but... Mongo. So they're on the planet Mongo. But yes. Flash and Baron fight to the death. Or do they? They, they have, have a not. whip fight. Oh god. Like you do. On a it's on like a disc. disc. <laughs> and spikes. at one point at one okay, so in the trivia it says that they had to every time they did another take, they had to wipe them off because apparently it was covered in silver paint and was still wet. Oh, oh. <laughs> so, so they had to keep they cleaning them. I guess. They only had this set for one day. I'm more interested in what the spikes were made of, because what could they be made of that wasn't dangerous? <laughs> I'm like, are they rubber? They have, they have to be rubber, rubber, like back then, because they come through pretty sharp, like pretty hard. They have to be rubber. Like, if you just trip and fell on it with your eye or something, this was the 70s, dangerous. 80s. There they was, didn't care about that guy. Yeah. There was a lot <laughs> of he trivia. Dies, he dies. There was a they lot. They shot of, this scene last for that reason. Uh, there was a lot of trivia, and after about two minutes, I stopped reading. Yeah, so maybe there like is Cobra. some trivia. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it sure isn't as succinct as um, fucking Crocodile Dundee. That's for damn sure. <laughs> no. But so at it's one just point, a circular disc, and at one point, the flat, the Falcon Man is like the Hawkman. Give me the remote. So he's he like, this is tilting it and getting the spikes. And sometimes all the spikes come out, and sometimes it's only things. But no, what I was gonna say is at one point, Dale yells, "Flash, Flash, I love you!" But we only have fourteen hours to save the Earth. 
I'm fighting for my life. <laughs> it's like, I'm all busy. <laughs> but you're, you're trying to tell me to hurry up? <laughs> You want to try this fight? Although so she might ridiculous. have done better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but how long is this fight going to take you, Flash? Tag in Dale. Dale would have had but this fucker wrapped up in like two seconds. It goes back and forth, but eventually Baron falls off the side and is holding on just via a spike. And they're like, finish him! Ah, ha, ha. But the Flash, the Flash is like, grab my hand. Well, it also is like tilting, so he's going to yeah. slide off. And so, Flash uses a whip to hook onto another Which spike. at any time, Voltage yeah. could just make the spikes disappear, which I don't know why and he did And you're all dead. <laughs> or, <laughs> the movie's over. Well, we don't really know what happens if you fall down the vortex I mean, at the bottom yeah, of Cloud true. City. I, I, I was um, crazy. <laughs> me, I assume you would die, but of course not. <laughs> you might end up on Zakaar. You're also breathing in space, so, you know. <laughs> Who knows? You end up on Zakaar, and you have to fight in the gladiatorial games. You mm. fight the, you know, the champion. But... Um, so, sorry about that. Sparkles, sparkles. Um, but I'm watching Thor Ragnarok later. So, so Flash, hurry this up? Flash oh. pulls Baron up, and then they shake hands. And Baron says, "Where now you go, allies. I will follow." Yeah. Now Flash is the best. He's earned then, his leadership, I guess. <laughs> Baron tries to rally the Hawkmen behind Flash. That this man is something we have never seen before, a hero, and we should follow him and fight Ming. And the Hawkmen are like, fuck you, dude. And then we find out that Clytus is on his way. And Voltan is like, oh no, they're going to think we're all traitors and destroy us. We have to evacuate. Which, I still have these guys in custody. Why don't I just give, give them up. to Clytus? He's <laughs> <laughs> holding them for you. But this does not occur to Voltan. Instead, they have to evacuate their whole city. And I mean, maybe he thinks they're gonna shoot first and investigate later. That yeah. that tracks with me. <laughs> All the Hawkmen are bird brained. Alright, so bird brained. Har har har. So Clyde so no. the Hawkmen evacuate and Flash is like, take us with you and they're like, We already have more than we can carry. And then Clyde is like, grab everything you can and fly away. Well, let's get the flock out of here. Our cloud city will be destroyed. No. So no one. Clytus arrives. And he's like, Sup, nope. <laughs> Sarkoff, you're going to be liquidated for treachery. Liquidated like a sale? <laughs> yeah, everything must go. <laughs> and he tells Vulcan, because oh, Vulcan's still there, to turn the humans over and arrest Baron for high treason. We have Aura's confession. And um, Baron's like, you tortured her. And he's like, yeah, I think she liked it. So Baron says Flash and punches him in the face and then Flash tackles him and he lands on the disc and gets impaled by a spike. And then his... Like in the throat. Yeah. And then he like turns into goo. Yeah. It's pretty A lot of these people turn to goo when they die. I don't know why. Or they have weird colored blood. I don't know. Yeah, some of them have blue blood, yeah. some have green, green blood. blood. Well, that way, you, you know, it detaches you from... Some of them shooting. melt. And Voltan is like, you have just murdered him and killed all of my people. And Baron's like, we should fight. And Voltan's like, fuck you. And they evacuate. But then, I guess Ming was right behind Clytus. Because he's like, all right. He arrives... Uh, the evacuation has already happened, but Ming arrives at the Cloud City. He takes Zarkov, Dale, and Baron into custody, but he leaves Flash. And Flash is like, "Why don't I get to go into custody?" Like, and Ming says, here. <laughs> "And Ming says, I know you want to destroy me, but what if I gave you a kingdom of Mongo?" And uh, Flash is like, "Why would you give me a kingdom?" And Ming's like, "I've never met someone like you. You're a hero. Who better than you to rule?" I'll call off the attack on Earth, and you can rule what's left in the name of Ming. <laughs> and he's like, what about Dale? And Ming's like, well, I'm going to keep her, and we're getting married. <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, Flash is like, fuck off with your, you know, I'm not taking your offer. I'm not going to rule with you. And Ming's like, all right, well, I'm very sorry, but you can just stay here and die. He's like, fine, I'll shoot you my ring and you'll be atomized. Nope. Nah. No, no, he's just going to destroy him. No, Mr. Bond, we're going to leave you here. So they all get on Ming's ship and fly away. And then Ming bombards the city from a distance. And Flash is like, ah, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And he falls down into the vortex. He falls down a slide. No, no. (laughs) He falls down into into the vortex that's under the swirly, the disc fight thing into the vortex. But the city's tilts right at the right moment that he falls down a mystery slide which apparently is where we keep our um jets sky our sky sleds even though we this is hawkman territory and they can all fly <laughs> maybe they maybe they can't fly when they're little maybe so or this maybe, is this is the head hawkman's daughter's it's funny because when he gets to Valhalla well, he's he. They actually call it a Haw- a Hawkman Sky Cycle. Like so, obviously this is Hawkman Maybe technology. Maybe they get tired flying. I don't know. Maybe, or if they have a broken wing. But, okay. Take so Voltan and the Hawkman have taken refuge on Aboria, uh-huh. where you know their mortal enemy lives. Yeah, it's not where I would take refuge. But they're hanging out in the trees, and him and Lorio have a conversation, and Lorio's like, "Maybe we should have fought." And Voltan's like, don't you think I feel bad about this? And um, he's like, Flash is dead. Maybe I would have done it differently if I could go back. But this is just what happened. Just then, Flash calls, uh-huh. hello, Voltan. Voltan, can you hear me? Because I've stolen this jet cycle, and I obviously know how to work the communication system, which is still hooked up to the prince. <laughs> and I don't know how far away these places are, but, I mean, obviously there's no limit on this communication. But because- fuck your science. And Voltan says, oh, my God, it's Flash, you're alive? And he's like, yep. He's like, I don't know where I'm going, but I got a jet cycle. And Voltan says, I'm sending you a homing beacon. Beacon. And um, so then Voltan says, thank you, Flash. And he's like, for what? And he says, for giving this dumb old bird a second chance. So I guess this dumb old bird is going to rally behind Flash and fight me. Uh So we see Aura put into the harem with Dale. Dale attacks her and they have a pillow fight. Yeah. <laughs> this also is a scene from Flesh Gordon. <laughs> this um, causes them, this ends when they run out of energy and then they have a heart to heart. Where Aura says, <laughs> I didn't know how bad my dad was and I didn't know how awful I was. Please look, forgive me. Look at the so water. Coming. Look, water's coming from my eyes. <laughs> that means I'm sincere. I you know this. fabricate this. <laughs> Can't fake cry because I didn't even know I could cry. Um, I didn't know my species had tear ducts. Who knew? Um, but uh, so Dale says, "I forgive you," and they hug it. They hug it out. Aww. Then Aura gives Dale some poison <laughs> for Ming, but Dale says, "I'm not going to do that. I gave my honor. word I would try to make this marriage work if he would spare Zarkov's life." And she's like, "Are you fucking high? He's going to kill you." And he and she's like. I have to keep my word. That's what makes me different from you. Because no, that's like my father has never yeah. kept his word. He's going to kill Zarkov, and she's like, I have to keep my word. Humans keep their word, which is not true. <laughs> and she also says that they're better than them, which is also not, not true. true. <laughs> Maybe better than you, but I don't think so. 
Then we are, we're back in our command she's control, and Kala says she's been informed that Flash is approaching on a Hawkman jet cycle. <laughs> and Kala says, fire when he's in range. And they're like, should we tell Ming? And she's like, no, nothing must interrupt his wedding. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we will handle this. Okay, so Flash then turns around and escapes them. And she's like, send the war rocket Ajax after him. Um, it's actually a trap, though. He goes through a cloud, and above the cloud are all the Hawkmen. It's a Motara Nebula. And um, then H- Ajax doesn't want to go into the cloud. They're like, let's flush him out. We're going electri- to electrify, the, electrify cloud. the cloud. Which actually seems like it might work, because clouds are made of water. Sure. And they conduct electricity really well. Why not? But So maybe this would work. I don't know how math you know works. Who would know this? Zorkov. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Is that how... No. So you got a hammer. It jerks you off. No, um, it pulls you off. It not jerks you, you off. off, you weirdo. <laughs> but uh, then we flash to Aura. She, uh, or no, because, sorry, it's a trap. So they finally go through the cloud because nothing happened. And when they come through the cloud, they see all the Hawkmen. And the Hawkmen attack. And this... <laughs> dive! <laughs> so <Hawkman>. good. <laughs> so psyched. So fucking cool. And so then we see the waves of Hawkman diving, and a lot of them end up dying, but they, in the end, they take over Ajax. Then we flash to Aura. She breaks out Baron and Zarkov. And um, then we go back to Volton and the Flash. They discuss battle plans for attacking Ming's palace. And then we see the beginning of Ming's wedding. And for some reason, Dale, her hair has gotten bushier and bushier this entire fucking movie. Like, they didn't let her take a shower. Because in the beginning... <laughs> and they just hair, keep teasing it. <laughs> yeah, in the beginning, her hair was like like maybe 1970s curls. Very pretty. Mm-hmm. And it just gets frizzier and weirder. And it's like, what is that? Where is the hairstylist on this set? <laughs> At least let the woman wash her hair. Because I'm spent, sure she knows how to fucking comb her own damn hair. They spent Looks so ridiculous. much money on the costume designer For the that people. they couldn't afford the hairstylist. It just and they were ridiculous. like, just keep just keep filming. We don't need to change anything. I'm certain that this actress Maybe that's what owns, they were trolling for. <laughs> I'm certain this actress owns a blow dryer. She just looks worse and worse as this movie goes on. Maybe they on. were trying to go for hot mess. Um, she then we see... had a rough couple of... Mongo years. So we're back in the control room, and they tell General Kala that Ajax is approaching, and but and she's like, "Do they have today's command codes?" And they're like, "It's weird. They're not actually answering." And she's like, "Are they in the proper approach pattern?" And they're like, "No." And she's like, "Fire!" And they're like, "I'm Ajax." Yes. And she's like, "Fire!" And then she crazy. She comes. She goes over the walkie, and she's like, "Don't be alarmed." We're just firing the city's defenses in honor of our great emperor's Ming's wedding. And Ming just buys this story. He's like, of course they are, because I'm so awesome. <laughs> but so Flash and Volton are on the ship. And Volton's like, it's time to bail out. And he's like, Flash is like, it's taking too much damage. If I'm going to ram this energy field, I have to stay and steer. And he convinces Voltan to leave. And... He's like, it's only logical. The needs of the one outweigh the needs of the many. <laughs> it's a different movie. But, all right, so Baron and... Yeah, I've heard that before somewhere. <laughs> one life for a billion. And he has a countdown. Yeah. Do we see the countdown at this point? Yeah. This yeah. is how long until Earth... It's like three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's 
It's our, not very long. This is an action-packed three minutes. Yes. And if you could stop the moon landing. Then this landing. is Mongo time. Or Aura, so yeah, it, it could, could be... be 30 minutes, yeah. three years. hours. Yeah. <laughs> Aura leaves Baron and Zarkov because she's got to get back to the wedding or she'll be murdered. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Baron and Zarkov um, attack. They get to the control room and they attack General Kala. And um, they kill her. And she turns into goo. Yeah. <laughs> and then Zarkov sees the uh, that they're attacking Ajax. And he's like, we got to turn off this energy field. And Baron's like, it's miles down. We'll never find it. We have to go find me. And then Zarkov says, I think I can try to deactivate it. And Baron's like, I'm going to the fourth sector sector or wherever he goes. Yeah. Which makes you think sector that he's... Sixes. It makes you think he's going to kill Ming. Which is not actually what he does. But they no. take the sensor thing off mm-hmm. one of the board members in the room. And yeah. he's like die. a robot. And they all die. <laughs> yeah. That, sure. that threw me a little. I was like, what? Well, it's an old, old style, like when you take the one Christmas light off and they all go out. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, the glasses, he's like, take that guy's indicator glasses. And they're not glasses. Those were fucking wiring into his head. <laughs> um, whatever. That's all you got to say that is whatever. So we get Ming's wedding interspersed with cuts of Flash on the ship. And then we see Baron going into another control room where he kills a bunch of people and deactivates the lightning field. And then cra- Flash crashes Ajax right into the fucking wedding. And wouldn't you know it, he impales Ming on that, shit's that ship. Amazing. I actually didn't talk about the wedding vows, but it happened, but I skipped over it for Good. time purposes. By the way, if you if Flash Gordon here is, is crashing a plane, it's amazing. Well, <laughs> like, you don't half-ass it ever. He Okay, Ming is impaled on the ship. And then pulls himself off and has a giant gaping hole inside his body. Green Flash, all, who always survives every crash, gets out. And he says... Barely faced. He should be called Crash Gordon. He yeah. says, call <laughs> off the attack, Ming, and yeah, I will let you live. Life. But Ming is like, um... Do you see this gaping hole? Yeah, I got hole? like a hole in me, buddy. He's like, no, and dies. But because he died, apparently this stopped the attack anyways, because... Well, he uses his ring on himself. Yeah. yeah, I guess. It's really weird. He like points the ring towards himself and then he disappears, I guess, yeah. into the ring? I, I don't know. know. The one ring. <laughs> Maybe it's like the soul stone. Maybe. But Ooh. the robot appears and they think he's going to... And you think that the robot's going to kill Flash <laughs> for daring to kill Ming, but he says, long live Flash, <laughs> you saved the Earth. What? <laughs> how? Yeah! <laughs> and then... And they didn't know how to end this scene in the trivia... So, so Flash just yelled, yeah! And jumps up and, and jumps. Which is how they ended a lot of movies. Sure. <laughs> so then Remember we that see... time The Godfather ended in Michael <laughs> Corleone was like, yeah! So then we see our celebratory party where they have agreed that Baron is the most qualified and has the most royal blood, and they're going to put him in charge. So he's the new emperor, and he's going to marry Aura, and he puts uh, Voltan in charge of his armies. Yeah! And everybody's going to be united. Yeah! yeah. And, uh, like the, America! <laughs> in, in the, the sky, impossible. we see the Hawkmen in formation oh, spell out, thanks, Flash. <laughs> yeah! Because <laughs> not That's only so do good. they speak English, but they can spell. Yeah! And they ask Flash if he will stay, and he's like, and Dale, he looks at Dale, no. and Dale says, I'm really more of a New York kind of gal. And he's like, well, maybe we'll eventually get back. And she makes a reference about how um, this place is too tame for her. Yeah. You know, she likes it dangerous, like in New York City in the seventies. And then, okay. And then it's the end. Thank God. And movie's over. All right. 
So, um, John, what no. did you think? Pass. You're <laughs> <laughs> just going to tell us you what you think so we can thought. skip over. It's required. Um, my, least, my least favorite character is all of the above. My favorite character is Dale when she's escaping. Other than that, not so much. She handles all the cuberts. Yeah, she mm-hmm. just fucks them all up. I loved her then. The rest of the movie, not so much. Um, actually, my my favorite character, I'm going to go with Aurora. Okay. Aura. Yeah, her too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with her because she's a strong, independent woman. Because she's so sexy. She, does she is know what she likes. <laughs> she, yeah, she, she's into something. She's going okay. after it. Um, my favorite scene mm-hmm. is, it's a toughie. So many quality scenes. I'm I'm gonna go with Dale escaping her prison okay. and killing all the people. My favorite tertiary object is the gold sword at the end <clears throat> that Flash Gordon has. Like he's mm-hmm. gonna attack Ming with it, and it has no purpose. Mm-hmm. That's why it's awesome. And my favorite line is Flash Ah. <laughs> okay. He you know. says it at the dentist all the time. Oh wow! <laughs> they say it like for twenty minutes of the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie, so it counts. And I'm gonna name this movie because it is so incredibly bad. Okay. <laughs> like, if I was to give my phone to a group of kids, the kids, the kids, words are hard. Ooh. Group of kids outside saying, "Go make a movie." It would be better than this. This isn't the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> Not even recently. <laughs> I've seen it the past few weeks. This is still way better than some. Oh. But yeah, I just this movie was terrible. Okay. <laughs> no one had any kind of like zeal or There was intent. lots of zeal I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was made with pure zeal. People kept switching sides on a whim. Mm-hmm. Alright. The bad guy was killed by a plane. <laughs> After being all-powerful the entire movie, mm-hmm. they had no idea how to get out of this. But I did really like the yeah at the end. Like, what do we do? Just jump up and say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Just, um. So, yay. All right. No, no. <laughs> Hold on. I have a thing. One more. One last thing. If you want to see a movie that's of this genre, watch uh, Masters of the Universe with Dolph Lundgren. That's not a better movie. Way better than this. <laughs> it's not a better movie. I have no opinion. I've never seen that. Well, you, they, you, all right. Well, tell us your opinion on this. All right. My favorite character was the leader of the Hawkmen. Voltan. Voltan. I wanted to say Voltron, but I knew that was wrong. <laughs> uh, my least favorite Voltan. character, I'm going to go with what Tony would be mad if I didn't pick, because I recently listened to an episode. He's like, I can't believe I have to tell you again. The least favorite character is Ming. He destroys planets. <laughs> He, yeah. he destroys planets, and I like hated other people more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my favorite scene is when the Hawkmen dive. <laughs> mm-hmm. My favorite tertiary object is the costumes, and my favorite line, I'm gonna go with the wedding vows because you didn't talk about them, okay. but I liked them a lot. It says, "Do you, Ming, the merciless ruler of the universe, take this Earthling Dale Arden to be your Empress of the Hour? Of the Hour? Yes." Do you promise to use her as you will? Certainly. Not to blast her into space. Um, until such a time as you grow weary of her. I do. <laughs> and uh, I am going to maybay this oh, movie. Exciting. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> I kind of enjoyed the super cheesy, my God, this movie is old. <laughs> 
I liked Red Sonia. <laughs> you did like Red Sonia. This is I like the terrible effects. I think it's enjoyable. However, if you're not a fan of stuff like that, <clears throat> don't watch it. <laughs> so I I enjoyed it, but I totally it, it could have easily gone the other way. So okay. I'm Surprise. right there in the middle. <laughs> it's exciting. Ultimate May Bay movie. Exciting. Huh? <clears throat> Tony. All right. Favorite character. Prince Voltan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a passing interest in Clytus. I want to know more about him because he's a fucking weirdo. I already did. <laughs> Lee's favorite character. Say that loud. <laughs> Lee's favorite character is obviously Ming with a secondary on Zarkov and a third on Baron because he's a fucking cheater. <laughs> mm-hmm. wow. favorite, favorite line is Hawkman dive. Hawkman dive. That was almost my favorite line until she didn't say the vows. <laughs> Favorite scene is Baron versus Flash on the circle pit thing. I, I call it the mm-hmm. topsy turvy sure. in my notes. The pogo ball. <laughs> my favorite tertiary object is Ming's outfits. That guy can dress. <laughs> For what, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say on this movie because it was my first fandom. But I'll maybe it. <gasps> I'm surprised. I, well, he's trying to be. Objective. Well, honestly, honestly, I went when I went through this. I, I was like, oh my god, this is a movie that I liked, and I haven't seen it in a long time. So I think I'm gonna watch it and hate it. But I enjoyed it. It was fun. You know, it's silly, but I mean, <laughs> of course. But most movies are silly from that time. You know. But uh, yeah, maybe it. If you know, if you want to check it out, check it out. You might like it, but it's. I can't tell you if you like this movie or not. It's. It's. I'm surprised. See, he's lower than I thought. I'm higher than you thought. (laughs) All right. My turn. So my favorite character has been my favorite character since the first time I I saw this movie all those many years ago. And is still my favorite character. Voltan. Prince Voltan of the Hawkmen. He's fantastic. Listening to Brian Blessed yell, dive, Hawkmen, dive. (laughs) It's so good. My least favorite character has also been the least favorite character the entire time I've watch this movie every time it's aura the princess i just don't like how weird and sexy she is it bothers me that's my favorite character and i i like her after she's tortured and has her turn but i just i don't know i don't like her um my favorite scene is dale's escape when she suddenly become goes from wishy-washy dish rag to you know fucking chuck norris cubert slayer yeah and uh my favorite Line is one I had never picked up on before. When Flash tells her she looks great and she says, it's the eye makeup. (laughs) I hope I remember the trick when I wake up. I thought that was really funny. Um, So I enjoy this movie. And I was one, I hadn't seen it in quite a number of years. It's probably been at least a decade, if not more, since the last time I caught an edited version on TV. Yeah. And I was surprised by how much I still liked it because I wasn't sure. It could really have gone either way. Yeah. And I had said earlier today to John that this is just the most Maybay a movie has ever could possibly be. <laughs> so I'm actually going to Maybay it as Ooh. well. Because even though I really like it, and for Elaine, every time you say uh, Flash Gordon, I'll say yay. But I understand that this is not for everybody. And it doesn't... There's not a lot of plot, and most of it doesn't make sense. And you don't, <laughs> you don't understand why they keep making these choices, but yet somehow this mess is fun to watch. It is fun to watch. So if you enjoy a fun mess, try this one. It could be for you. 
if you don't like terrible special effects, don't watch this. <laughs> don't. You don't. Well, you're terrible not going to like time. this. You don't, you're not going to like this. If your name is John, just don't watch it. All right, we got you. So I'm also going to give it a Maybay. This is the first time I've ever Maybayed my own movie, I think. It is. Now we've all got it except for you. I don't think I haven't done it. I have not, I don't pick movies I don't like. But. All right. There you go. Carly. Hey, please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Instagram at unmovie podcast dogs on Twitter at unmovie podcast. You can email unmovie podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear it from you. And next week <laughs> on the podcast is John's pick. All right. Where's the, where's um, the so I thought about this and I'm going with uh, my option three because it's our 150th episode and I'm dedicating this one to Elaine's sisters and Elaine's father. You smell that? I was rushing There's so we could get in under two hours. And There's a fire burning, <laughs> and the streets are on fire. Next week, we're on the podcast. We're going to do Streets of Fire. I've never seen that. Uh, well, oh, you will. It takes, it's another time, another place. It's a rock and roll fable. Oh. And we just finished under two hours. But we're going to vanish. Yay! <laughs> okay. Yeah! I, yeah! I just wanted to get to... What? We have to... He's America. He's America. <laughs> we have 30 seconds. Go ahead. I really like synthesizing these <laughs> King of the Impossible. Elaine said that the mu- music in this movie was better than the music of Future Fire. I want you to think about that as you watch Future Fire next week, okay? Because <laughs> this only has one fucking song. <laughs> and it's so good. Oh, my God. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>